Tyler. You're playing with the big boys now, Dennering. I'm Connery, a land flowing with milk and honey. Hanson. And I'm Cameron, the morning star and the evening star, <laughs> Takeda. <laughs> and this is The Franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. Today, we're talking about a new franchise. <gasps> They were about to start singing the Star Trek theme song. <laughs> it's also not the Star Trek theme song. It's not. <laughs> Space <laughs> is really, really big and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. And God's seen it all. Yeah. He looked at his life through heaven's eyes. <laughs> hey, uh, John Luke Picard's in this. He yeah, is. He is. <laughs> they were Jonely slaves. <laughs> Quote Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> Yikes. Make it so. Uh, we're talking about... <laughs> Make it so? Oh, no. I don't like that. I feel like this is going to be a more complicated episode than I ever anticipated. Yes. Because uh, we're talking about Prince of Egypt, mm-hmm. the animated yeah. film from 1998. Yeah. Yep. Question mark. Mm-hmm. DreamWorks' mm-hmm. Uh, first animated film, as far as I know. Uh, <laughs> right? I think so. Uh, Why not? I, I, yeah, I have no idea. It certainly wasn't their last. No. Just their second to last. It's the start of a legacy. That will end with Sinbad. I love Sinbad. And, I, and I only watch the first half. And then begin really anew with Shrek Good. <laughs> Sinbad, Shrek Good. Shrek Good. <laughs> what makes us a franchise? Uh, they make a movie after about the Bible, also called Joseph, <laughs> the King of Trees. Yep. Straight to video for some reason. Yeah, right? It's not that bad. Voiced by Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's that's for next week. Yeah. I just wanted to cover a quasi, well, not quasi-religious. It's very religious movie. <laughs> yes. But just yeah. like, as, this movie just especially makes a very, uh, a, not a very strong point, but it does make a point to be like, all religions talk about Moses, basically. All yeah. the major religions. The Judeo-Christian religions. Judeo-Christian yes. religions. Yes, not to... <laughs> Buddhism <laughs> talks yeah. about Moses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to, not to excise all the multiple other major religions. Uh, Zoroastrians. Well, yeah. <laughs> Scientologists. <laughs> <laughs> Hindus and Sikhs and... That. Uh, I, I'm already ill-equipped for this episode. I was ill-equipped going into this. We're just I was like, let's do this for the... Easter. And I'm like, wait, shit, it's for Passover. Yeah. So basically, I know very little religious stuff. Connery knows a lot of religious stuff. Eh. I know a little bit. Cameron knows a little bit. Cameron Takeda is here. He's back. Back again. Since when's the last time you were on? Animatrix. Animatrix? Um, no, for Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh right. Two duh. Towers. Was duh. Like, even Lily was even like, when's the last time you saw Cameron? I'm like... Well, I saw him last night when we played Divinity or whatever. In your head. <laughs> <laughs> I but, do have an image of all of us in our in my head when we play. Yeah. Are oh, we yeah. like caricatures? Um, no, it's probably it's probably like I imagine us like sitting here, but like the we're all like in a table with our laptops out and just shouting at each other, Connery, don't step in the fire. Yeah, Connery, don't take your pants off. Don't take your pants off in public. <laughs> yeah, Everyone will know you're a skeleton. Yeah, don't you know you're a skeleton? <laughs> we're all skeletons. <laughs> And why did you just give that guy all your stuff? I didn't know the rules. I didn't know how it worked. <laughs> We've been playing a lot of Divinity 2 Original Sin. <laughs> Wait, is that what the subtitle's called? Because yeah. the first one's called Divinity Original Sin. Yeah, Divinity Original, Original Sin, Sin 2. 2. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay, we've been playing that with Turin O'Neill. The second Sin. Second Sin. <laughs> Previous and impending guest. Watched mm-hmm. John Wick Chapter 3 with us. Yeah. Did not record with us. No, didn't want to. Cited <laughs> being okay. too high. <laughs> 
Fair enough. <laughs> what a great way to start this religious episode. Hey, Moses got high all the time. Probably. In, in yeah. the nearby land of Cush. That's real, that was really near ancient Egypt. Really? Yeah, Cush. Oh, neat. The kingdom of Cush. Nice. <laughs> Upon which Dang. Connery said, I must find White Castle find <laughs> while we're watching Castle. this movie. I did say that. I'm funny. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just realizing more and more of my ignorance with like religious stuff. I've always talked about on this podcast how I'm like not a lapsed Catholic, but just like my dad is. Yeah. <laughs> so I grew up with a lot of that. I went to church a little bit as a kid and then said, I don't really like to go anymore. Yeah. I'm so we glad your going. parents gave you that choice. <laughs> yes. Not all children are allowed that choice. Yeah. I, my mom called, or I guess coined the phrase. She's, I guess she referred to this in her head all the time, but because me and Grayson both went to like Catholic mass every Sunday and we'd also go to went to a Christian, uh, what's it called high school, middle school, elementary school. We had a very interesting mix of that growing up, where she, but we side more, air more side of Catholic than Christianity. I like the formalists of Catholicism a little bit more. But anyway, she calls us charismatic Catholics. I'm like, I don't. That's <laughs> wow. a very interesting term. Yeah, what does that mean? I think it means like we're, we can approach people like the Christian people, like, hey, welcome to the church. Like, sit down in the pew. Like, join us. Yeah, but you don't know Latin. But you don't. But I know Latin, <laughs> <laughs> and I can exercise demons freely. Man, I can't wait for that Russell Crowe movie. I basically, yo, yo, yeah, what? right. Oh, no, do you not know? Based no. on a true story. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think it says something like that. <laughs> didn't it? No, it didn't. What did you see? Oh, aren't, saw... aren't all like Exorcist movies always based on a true story? Yeah, but they're going yeah. really far with this one. <laughs> oh no. There's like a demon church underneath the Vatican or something. And... Oh, nice. Yeah, he's the Pope's exorcist. Yeah. Russell Crowe is. Mm -hmm. And they talk about what if a demon possessed the Pope, and I guess it's his job to stop that from happening. And that's not the anti-Pope? No, it's opposite Pope. (laughs) It's the poop. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like back when they had uh, two Popes, and there was one called the Pope, and the other one was called the anti-Pope. Really? Yeah, yeah. You can look them up. You can look up, like, anti-Pope. What does that mean? Though? Wait, what, probably like anti- Pius the Third or something. What's the talk- anti pope? You're not job? talking about like the Anthony Hopkins movie, no, right? No, the two no. popes. <laughs> I'm talking. About, I don't know what that movie's pretty good. I don't know what happens in that movie. I think but that there, just there was talk. Hang out. There were a bunch of times where there were more. There was more than one pope. But uh, what does the anti pope do? Uh, he he says, "And hey, yeah, don't listen to that other pope, the one in Rome, <laughs> or the one in. I think at one point they're in France. Interesting. I think sometimes they're somewhere else." Um, and then they go, no, you listen to this guy. Ah. And this isn't just like the other split with the patriarch ah. in the Eastern Orthodox Church. <laughs> do they like, I, I guess my question is like, do they call each other the anti-pope? Probably. <laughs> or is one it's of them that refer to themselves right. as the anti-pope? Yeah. I think the anti-pope is just always the one who's like not in Rome. But yeah, I think they probably both are like, he's not the real pope. I'm the real pope. I love that. I don't know enough about my medieval history. <laughs> which one? But which one discovered the anti-pope equation <laughs> and defeated the other one so that there was only one pope again? Anti-pope is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. That took me a second. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I know more about DC mythology than I do about, <laughs> about, about, about Christianity. More familiar with the new gods than the old. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that worked better Ooh, than I thought. That's good. Um, so, Connor, your religious background is you had, much like Ramses himself, you mm-hmm. had to continue the ancient traditions. Yes. I kept building statues of Jesus on a crucifix really, really bloody, <laughs> oh. as my Roman Catholic, Catholic religion dictates. You identified with the, the henchman from Da Vinci Code. <laughs> yes, yes. We all know I use nerd's rope instead of real whips. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... 
Karen, what's your experience with religion? Uh, <laughs> um, well, I I went to like a Catholic preschool. That's cool. So, so there was like some church there. I never knew it was Catholic. Yeah, I mean it was like uh, Saint Saint Clair's. Were so. there mean nuns? No, um, everyone was actually really nice, but um, the stories from the Bible kind of freaked me out. Yeah, and I was always really freaked out. And I came home sad all the time, <laughs> so um, I, I never like had to go to church. But I was a lot. A lot of my friends went to church, and they were always like, "Oh, you got to come with us to like youth group oh, or Awana yes. or whatever." So I went occasionally for those things and memorized stuff. But just just because it was kind of like you could win a prize and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, one time I got dragged to like a youth group thing, uh-huh. and I thought it was the most surreal, weird thing I've ever been to in my life. I was like, "This is so weird." Oh yeah, no, I mean I've got a bunch of weird, weird ones. I went to one where they took me, and it was like a a Japanese game show night. What? Which just turned out to be something like mostly Racist? offensive. Yeah. Um, just being like, oh yeah, Japanese game show is really weird. We, uh, you like you have to know this, this this Bible quote or like eat a spoonful of wasabi. It's wacky. Japanese. It's like the movie that Scorsese filmed Silence <laughs> in some weird ways. Uh, yeah, but mixed in with like some like offensive uh, Japanese accents and stuff like oh, that. Oh, they were Great. doing accents. Yeah, you know, just just the amount that everyone still thinks is totally appropriate, like adding ooh to the end of words. You're just uh, like, this is a wasabi ooh. You know, like the word wasabi is already <laughs> doesn't need the done. Ooh. Uh, doesn't doesn't need any extra oohs. <laughs> and uh, well, being being Japanese myself, I always thought. This is just very odd. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Connery. Uh, Cameron and I have been friends since third grade, and we both grew up in a, uh, I don't know if benign is the right <laughs> right term, but like, yeah. rel- not even relative, it's just a religious town known as Santa Clarita. Oh. In the yes. outskirts of Los Angeles. Wow. Where everyone is vaguely, not vaguely, but just growing up, it seems yeah. everyone's vaguely, uh, on the outside, everyone's vaguely religious and conservative. Yes. And then you realize when you're older... Yeah. A lot of people are religious and conservative. <laughs> yes, going up there. <laughs> a lot of people. Are. Yeah, and then it kind of just got it got even more extreme oh, over wow. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know that's a blanket statement. I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of. Uh, we came from yeah. there. Yeah, you know. I was born and raised in Glendale. <laughs> born and raised. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it, which includes yeah my encounter with a youth group. Uh, oh, good. Let's yeah. all talk about our youth groups. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, Because I stopped going to church when I was like, uh, and to keep in mind, this is uh, more, this story is uh, a lot more Jewish than it is Christian, but this is our only, this is our own personal experiences. It's in the Christian Bible still anyway, but you know. Uh, In high school, I had a lot of friends, like the the, the music, I was in, I was in marching band, I was in drumline, so I had a lot of friends that were into the music scene. Band camp. I was in a, (laughs) okay. (laughs) We'll get to that. Should we cover all the uh, American Pie movies with Jacob or all the Transformers movies with Jacob? Oh, man. Don't say that to me because both I feel like can produce a lot of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do them half and half. Oh. Well, one each one per, each. Per, per one. Yeah. Well, anyways. Okay. So all the all the music circa 2010 mm-hmm. when I was in high school, uh, all the local music was ska or hardcore music or hardcore Christian music. Okay. Yeah. I, w- I was going to ask if you were going to bring up all the hardcore Christian yeah, music. Tell me hard- more about this hardcore Christian music. Yeah. Less so hardcore about their religious beliefs, as but although they were like very religious. Like I've become so numb but made like Christian. Um, it's I've more so about so the music, Christ. like, uh, like a day to remember and stuff like that. Like oh, a lot okay. of hardcore music like that, but more, more Christian and religious. Yeah. Um, 
So there was a local like youth group or whatever, mm-hmm. and there was like a youth pastor and stuff, and they all like skateboard. There's a lot of skateboarding. Well, it's rad. <laughs> Christian worshiping yeah. Christ is rad. Rock people, <laughs> uh, and up to I would play at some shows. Uh, we were like the band. Uh, there were some other bands that weren't like religious or anything. Yeah. Either, and some of them were just like a lot of religious kids, a lot of Christian kids in a band that wasn't necessarily. The mute, the content wasn't religious. I mean, they can't do sex, drugs, or rock and roll. <laughs> That's true. Um, up to the point, so it just got kept getting uh, like I, I immersed myself more and more into that because that was a lot of the music scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up to the point where one of my uh, friends, who I don't know, maybe I'll cut this out. But one of my friends who wasn't <laughs> is is Jewish. Like I, I witnessed before my eyes him like tearing up and like wanting to convert to Christianity because of this. Uh, youth pastor rapper guy whoa he rapped too his rap his poets he had a bunch of poems and stuff so it was a really i have a weird relationship with uh all that being on the outside of it and not having like it's definitely interesting i find that more and more i find that was very off-putting too (laughs) so i'm like hmm and that was also by the way like a day like a one day thing like he stopped talking about it after that i'm like wow this is very weird like i'm seeing someone being like converted in real time yeah he must have been moved very briefly and then was like oh yeah wait <laughs> yeah I just y'all wait wait <laughs> <laughs> i just remember that yeah just there was all that christian metal stuff that was really popular for a right. while it was just like with with just about like anybody it's just <laughs> what is this what is this song about oh it's like it's like about like feeling god's spirit and it's just like i couldn't un- the guys are all screaming so i don't know what they're saying god's anyway. inside me <laughs> But then that was before then like uh, all the uh, that indie folk music was then popular and then uh-huh. I went to church a couple more times and and every time the band was always playing like some Mumford and Sons sounding music. Yeah, it's not your fault but mine and Christ sacrificed his life for mine. <laughs> Didn't you, my dear? <laughs> Didn't you, my dear? <laughs> Stupid. Karen, what's your relationship with religion now? <laughs> I'm asking all the hard questions. Um, You're like the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I, no. I mean, I, since I studied philosophy for a while. You are a master philosopher. Yeah, yes. I, so I did take a bunch of And I don't various... mean that in a Joe Rogan way. You literally have a master's in philosophy. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I did study a fair amount of religious stuff. So, I mean, ultimately, I'm agnostic. Yay. <laughs> like Like many philosophy people, I think I can't commit to, like, literally anything. Because everything's like, oh, but there's like this one tiny problem, which mm. means that there's a huge ass problem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how to deal with that. But I'm always like, I'm sure who's ever on the, on the other side is forgiving if you were a good person. Uh, well, I mean, if, they, if they're good or if they're bad, then, uh, well, you're you're fucked anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're, I'm like, just don't go bad. around killing people or like committing genocide. <laughs> or... Which yeah, happens yeah. in this movie. Yeah, which <laughs> happens, but. Yeah, everyone's committing genocide in this movie. That's true. People were violent back then, huh? Even God was violent. <laughs> it's before God found God. <laughs> he had a kid, and all of a sudden he's good. They're just slaves. <laughs> wow. They were only slaves. Connor, what's your relationship with religion now? Um, my relationship to religion now is private, I guess, in a sense. Or I don't go to church so much anymore because yeah. I don't really... I don't know. I, I don't like being preached at in general, especially if like I already believe something where I'm like... I don't need to kind of like reaffirm it every week if I just believe it in my own like heart, I guess. Yeah. So I guess I identify more as Catholic than Christian, I suppose. But uh, I don't know. I, th- I think it's fine. Like I kind of conform to the belief that God loves everybody. Mm-hmm. And unless you're like a really shitty person, 
Yeah, he doesn't love Kevin Spacey. Probably doesn't <laughs> love Kevin Spacey so much. Like, I don't know. He loves his character, Frank Underwood, but he doesn't love <laughs> Kevin Spacey. But that's why he's going to sneak into heaven, because he's just going to be Frank when he gets to the pearly gates. And Peter's like, holy shit, you're Frank Underwood. Peter, let me be Frank. <laughs> he goes, oh! <laughs> that's his catchphrase. <laughs> let me be Frank. Is that who you named Franklin after? Yeah. <laughs> I named my dog after Kevin Spacey's character. <laughs> My other, I'm gonna get another weird dog named Kaiser Sosa. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But well, yeah, that's a. I guess that's really it. Like I, I'm mostly in the court of like, you know, I'm sure whatever is at the end. If you were a good person, you shouldn't worry that much. I'm sure they'll let you in. Yeah. If there was a heaven, in, heaven at all. <laughs> yeah, or you could be reborn. Yeah, I, I like I like the what dreams may come thing where it's like you have the option of being like reborn <laughs> again, or it's like, do you want to do it? And you're like, yeah, I'd like another way around, another round, sure, why not? Yeah, but then you have to hang out with Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of creepy. He is creepy in that movie. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in real life, uh, he's creepy in that movie too. He's like his unborn son or something like oh, that. Oh, is he? Yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. I mean, I would want to be in What Dreams Might Come just because everything's all painty and loopy and cool. That's just his heaven dimension. It's like oh. it's his like personal heavens. Like there are, in my in my house, there are many rooms and all. In my yeah, but in my kingdom, there are many doors or whatever, something like that. Yeah. But everyone gets their own kind of heaven room. <laughs> heaven room. Yeah. It's like it's like cube kind of. Yeah, it's just like cube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the idea. I'm like, I like a little personalization. I'm like, that's yeah. cool. Where it's not just like every, what the Bible says, and you sing praises to God forever. I'm like, that sounds really, really dull. There's, I hope that's not the case. There's several different servers to heaven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there are many heaven servers. Like, I want to hop from like the fantasy server to the sci-fi server and just like have a little yeah, fun. Yeah, but you're going to have to like pay pay like $20 to I do have that. I have to pay like 13 yeah. praise points in order to get in. <laughs> I got, that's why I got, I got to go to the heavenly, what's it called, a choir and earn my faith points. You've got, like, yeah, you've got to buy some in-game currency and then you can use that <laughs> to buy like a transfer ticket and then that transfer ticket can transfer you and, and, and nobody who you know. <sighs> so you, you have to get them to transfer too if you want Shit, to see them. I have to bring all my now. friends to the heavenly choir in order for them to have transfer points. Yeah, microtransactions are just like the medieval, medieval tithes. <laughs> Of the new religion, which is capitalism. I was about to say, I like how capitalism exists in heaven. Yeah, now we're the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> which we have to keep bleeping every time we say it and let everyone figure it out. Hey, you're doing these. Have yeah. fun. Thanks. Uh, my relationship with religion is, I guess, agnostic as well. And I'm at the point right now where I'm like, hey, we should cover a religious movie right now, which is yeah. something I've never really been interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and up to the point... I'm I'm up to the point where I'm like open to things. I'm like, oh, like, like I don't like my dad doesn't really go to church, but he's probably like the most religious person in my like immediate family. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's still like, like he converted when he married my mom, but he's still like uh, very Catholic minded. Yeah, and, like, still like, like is basically Catholic, and my mom's like Protestant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's to the point where it's like, yeah, you know, I would go to church with my dad. Yeah. And then I go like one time, I'm like, I don't ever want to go again. I feel like that's where my mind is right now. I'm like, you know, I'm open to it. And then like being like, and then I'll probably later on be like, no, I don't want to do you this. You don't have to go all the but, time. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. I feel like my family these days, we go once for Christmas and that's it. It's also more of like a, um, what's the term? Not lore, but like understanding like the modern Western world too. And like how so much of it comes from religion. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty interested in that, which, is a, which I guess is just like general theology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. And just how it is incorporated into all the, into our modern world. 
mm-hmm. um, where I was just reading, I was looking up on Wikipedia about this this movie and the sequel, and I'm like, mm. oh, Joseph, we have a friend named Joseph. Yes. <laughs> oh, his father's name was Jacob. Uh-huh. So that means Jacob Padilla is the father of Joseph Horn. <laughs> yes. You were born of our mother, you'll have it. <laughs> and it's up to the point where it's like, I'm just very interested in mythologies and like uh, franchise lore. <laughs> and what is the Bible but one giant franchise? Truly. Yeah, they, they call it the biblical canon, right? And you're talking all about the yeah. canon. Yeah, what's canon? What's legends? It's just like Wikipedia. Like Jesus Legends is like when he's a teenager, like that book. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah, there's that one where it's like Jesus as a kid, but they're like, we wrote that out. Yeah, because... like he turns his like tutor to stone. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Something like that. Him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those non, non-canonical biblical books. I think it's in the book of Thomas or something like that, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just know that it's one of those ones that they're like, nah, we're taking that one out. <laughs> that No, too weird. Yeah, they retconned Jonah getting crushed by a giant moon. <laughs> and it's not just being a whale. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they retconned Jonah fighting the dead space moon. Yeah. Or just... You know, in Star Wars Legends, like in the books, like Chewbacca gets crushed by a moon. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> you remember you telling me that? Did you know point? that, listener? Did you know that? <laughs> that took, that replaced something important. Yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray Skywalker didn't blow him up in midair. <laughs> a giant moon crushed him. That movie almost meant something by having that happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like killing your dog or something. It's really sad. Yeah, like I'm like, wow, she did something really, really bad. Like. This is going to be some really great character development right now. It's psych. No, there's another one that looks just like it. I just imagine because I like I've seen that movie a couple times, so I'm just imagining Chewbacca like floating in the air and she lightnings him and he explodes, but he doesn't. It's like she explodes the whole transit shuttle. But, like Chewbacca lives. Yeah. <laughs> just but he's like naked now. He yeah. doesn't have any fur. <laughs> I'm like he's always naked. What are you talking about? He's got like a, a belt. That's right. He has, little, he has a bandolier. A shaved Wookiee probably looks really weird. I don't like it. Yeah, that covers the dong right in the middle of his chest. It's like the, <laughs> <laughs> the bandolier. Yeah, so it's like diagonal. Too? It's just yeah. the pervert grandpa. <laughs> All right. Well, I asked Cameron to be on this episode <laughs> too because I feel like. Oh no, I forgot about it. not lumpy, <laughs> but his the pervert grandpa from the Star Wars uh, Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop trying to like pretend like I know anything about religion and like be super solemn because I don't think this. Podcast is like that. No. Oh, you, you mean this? I think I got to the wrong podcast. This isn't like the super serious religion one. Yeah. We're no. like here to have a debate. We're settling this. That's a cr- now. religion. This religion thing once and for all. Just like uh, the end of Prince of Egypt says, like, uh, uh, like, oh yeah, like Islam, like thinks Moses is cool too. Mm-hmm. Like all, all the, all all those three religions think Moses is a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they all think this guy was real and mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. Cool he dude. did a good thing. They all think Elijah's cool, too. But what about Esau? Uh, I don't think they think Esau's <laughs> universally an idiot. They're like, stop stop trading your, your birthright. Fam- yeah, your birthright for stew. <laughs> Who's Esau? Uh, the brother Jacob's of Jacob. Brother. He tricks him for soup to get his birthright. <laughs> yeah. What's his birthright? Soup? Like, um, the being, land. Yeah, and like being like the dis- the head of the family that would lead down to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Big deal. So he kind of sold it for soup, and then yeah. I think he further tricks his blind father, Abraham, with having furry arms. <laughs> like, he glues fur onto his arms, and Abraham's like, oh, yes, of course, Esau. And Jacob's like, <laughs> Jacob's a trickster. He's my favorite. Jacob. Jacob. See, Cameron, you do know more about Christianity than I do. I know Cain and Abel from more, more so from the Sandman than I do. From, from like the they're always killing each other in the house of <laughs> mysteries and secrets. Yeah, which you also know more about the Sandman than I do, so that's not really a fair comparison. I, I I wanted you to be on this episode, Cameron, partly because of 
philosophy stuff in general and like Ooh. theology, but more so I think animation because <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. you you're you're definitely one of my like main animation friends who has a lot of things to talk to say about about uh animated movies and you guys read the saddest comic books yeah you always give me the saddest comic books you just gave me a new nick dernazzo uh graphic novel yeah let me know how 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 that one is it's probably sad or or upsetting or something like that but (laughs) i do love my indie comics yeah my sad indie comics or sad manga. Well, not manga. Sad uh, uh, Gekiga. I mean, I read that. What was that <laughs> one? M24 or whatever. What's, what's that one with, like, the virus or, like, the... Oh, um... Oh, God. Uh... M... Isn't it just M? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the Tezuka M? Yeah. The poison stuff? Yeah, yeah. That one with, like, the creepy The nuclear island and stuff? Yeah. And he's like, I have no more morality anymore ever since I got hit with that poison. Yeah, he's like, I just kill people willy-nilly. And I'm like, they don't ever catch this guy. This is horrifying. Yeah, that one's good. Anyways, before we get farther into all of this, I we Star totally forgot to do what's new. Somebody please sponsor us. <laughs> we'll get it. I really need to label these things. <laughs> right? You get a little sticker. Guys, our usual segment of what's new. Boo! Thank you, Connery. Mm-hmm. What's new with you, Connor? With me? Uh, I've been watching the show Alone on Discovery+. Plus. It is really, really, really good. <laughs> if you... Have you been watching it with anybody? Uh, I watched it alone mostly, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you. Good I think one. I watched it with I my mom the other you. night where like, I told her about it, and she was like, oh, let's watch it, and now she's like addicted to it. Yeah. But I honestly love that show so much. Like, it's great to fall asleep to, to be honest. Like, because I feel like the like cameras like lull me to sleep, and they're just kind of like shaking and like walking around, mm-hmm. and there's like talking, and I'm like, Ugh. so you just watch it to sleep, basically. <laughs> Sometimes to sleep, but I'm like, so I watch a few episodes, and I'm really engaged. Like, I watched like I was sold the first season, first episode, where like it's like a horror scene that he plays out, mm-hmm. where like. This guy arrives on the island. He's like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited!" And he's like, "Oh look, like it looks like a bear was eating some salmon." It's like this like dead fish guts everywhere. And he like follows it up. And there's like more dead fish, more dead fish, just like strewn about the whole place. Then he finds the bear den. And he's like, "Oh my god, like I'm literally right where the bear den is. This is crazy." In which case, I'm like, "Why the fuck did you follow that?" It's a cocaine bear. And like he pans the camera up, and there are four black bears in the trees looking down on him. That's pretty horrifying. And then he bails like that night. He bails. Yeah, what are you doing? That's like don't follow that. Go away. Yeah, from that. away. And he's like, wow, so cool. And then just looks at like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> I always forget what it is. I think it's like if if it's a black bear, like stand as tall as you can and like scared away. If it's a brown bear, run. Yeah, brown bears will av- avidly kill you. Or don't black run, bears. but like get get really small or something like that. But yeah, like cower. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is if I see either of them in, in real life right next to me, I'll probably die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I always forget. Don't it's take like, any advice from us on bears. Yeah, it's like in Cocaine Bear. I think they talk yeah. about the black bear being more friendly or less likely to kill you, or the grizzly bear will come up to you and kill you. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> Just like that. That's what you do to bears. <laughs> but that's mostly new with me. Like, I'm sold on the show. I love it so much. I like say so I fall asleep, and then I feel like every single time, like I watch like six episodes, and, I, and then I fall asleep, then I forget exactly where I was. So I just move to the next season. <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in like the perpetual like seven remain stage of that show. <laughs> This is going to be a weird episode. I, it already has some fun it, energy. Anytime I, I try to do anything new with this podcast, <laughs> it ends up being weird at first, I think. But we're, we're trying new ground, I think. I think it's fun. I always like when Cameron or Geronimo is here because I feel like we get deeper interesting somehow. Yeah. I like being weird, too. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I like being weird, too. I, too, am weird. <laughs> Bunch I found of myself weird. Is Cam- that is that all that's new with you? I guess that's pretty much it. Cameron, what's new with you? 
Um, what's new with me? Uh, besides us playing Divinity Original Sin 2. <laughs> you can yeah, talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Let's um, talk about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, it's fine. It's like finally I'm playing that game yeah. after like kickstarting it and everything like that. Because I really like the ideas and everything in it. And the first game, I like playing the beginning of it, which I'm also now playing <laughs> with Tyler too. Yeah. Oh. Secret. Or yeah. surprise! Whenever we can't play Divinity Two with everybody, you Cameron play and I play Divinity One. That's cool. <laughs> so now I'm like getting through both of those games a little bit, and that's that's just been really fun. I really do like playing Divinity. Nice. Yeah. How would you describe that that game? It's kind of like what kind of game is it? Uh, it's like, it's an like a action tac- RPG. It's like a tactical RPG, yeah. turn based. Mm-hmm. But and uh, when it's all us four playing, it's just like a it's a mess. It, yeah, it's just like playing <laughs> an RPG where you have four characters, but um, they're all controlled like, by different yeah, people. Yeah, by different people, and none of us know what we're doing at all. Yeah, it's like controlled by three different morons. <laughs> so it's kind of like playing. Three, the three people aren't Cameron. It's us. I was gonna say it's from yeah. each, each of our perspectives. Like, why is he fucking doing that? All right, it's like playing D anD D, but with like a bunch of people who haven't played before. There's no game master, and like they've all left the book at home. Yeah. <laughs> It so is pretty like, fun. There's like yeah. parts where it's just so much chaotic energy. Like, yeah. no, don't use that. Or I like, move across the fire on accident and I just die. Like, there's just like learning that game has a pretty steep curve. But then once you know what you're doing, yeah. which is never actually, but like you learn slowly more and more what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's us running around going, don't pick up that chest. Don't open that chest. Don't open that chest. <laughs> don't open that chest. <laughs> it's going to explode and kill everyone. How come none of us it. have any lore? We can't identify any objects. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch of weird skills in it and stuff, and we're also playing, like, we, we uh, Turin, Cameron, and I started a, a game, like a three-player game, originally, mm-hmm. and then Connery joined, and we started over, and mm-hmm. you have the option of playing as, like, skeleton people instead, like, undead, Yeah. so instead of healing potions healing you, you take, like, poison flasks and stuff to heal you, <laughs> yeah. so all the poison damage actually just heals you, but also you have to, like, be in disguise in public and all the time, so mm-hmm. there was a time when Connery accidentally <laughs> unequipped his pants to, like, change them, uh, and one everyone time, attacked there us. Are, there are many times. There is a time when Connery <laughs> traded all of his stuff without bartering for gold, so he just gave all his stuff away to some guy. I didn't know the rules. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm just trying... What, what did I do? I'm sure I did plenty of stupid stuff. You guys don't do that many stupid uh, things. Like, well, Doing all the dumb yeah, shit. well, when we were playing originally, it's like I kept accidentally electrocuting Turin like, <laughs> every other like turn. Electrocuting. Yeah. <laughs> he probably got so pissed. Oh, it's Tyler probably like a well, uh, teleporting people or or Turin teleporting people into killing us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. being like I'll teleport you out of danger. Like, oh, I killed you. Yeah, teleports into fire, <laughs> or just dropping them from up high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the mechanics of that game are kind of complicated, but it was originally a Kickstarter, you said, for the first game? Or yeah, the... yeah. I think they kickstarted both, and okay. I kickstarted both. What a, what a trajectory that company went. Now they're doing Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah, they're doing it? Yeah, Laurie. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they deserve it. I, I they do. Know. I'm ha- I had a lot of fun playing. It's hard. It's like almost just as hard as Divinity is, but I'm like, if I... And it's coming on P- PS5, too, and I was like... I will play this on PS5, and I will have a lot of fun. Is it going to have four-player co-op? It does, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So we can we'll all play to, together. Yeah, we'll have to play that. Uh, does it run on Mac? Uh, and I don't know. I'm I think it does, it actually. Oh, nice. Because I can buy it right now, but it's just like the beta or whatever. Right. I remember, Connor, you, Alyssa, and Turn played the beta like three years ago. Yeah, during literally during the pandemic, like we played peak that. Peak pandemic. Yeah, we were playing that. In person. <laughs> no, <laughs> over the internet. It was when I got so bored that I bought a PC and hooked it up to my TV. 
<laughs> but you still haven't bought a monitor. I haven't bought a monitor. I have no place to put like a desk or anything. Like I don't know where I'd put it where it wouldn't be like an ugly setup. Mm. Like right on, right on the floor. Yeah, yeah right on the floor. <laughs> I just hunch over and go. Yeah, in front of your toilet. In front of my toilet, perfect. <laughs> just get a TV tray. Yeah, maybe once I, I'm, I'm on to like redo my room a little bit. Maybe I'll be able to make room for like a desk and stuff. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because our studio is pretty full. Like I can't put it in here. <laughs> but you gotta, I gotta put more stuff on the table. Or, uh, oh yeah, our trying to. I'll always make room stuff. for stuff on our on our franchise table. <laughs> Anything besides Divinity Two Original uh, or no, Divinity Original Sin Two? Ooh. Yeah. So, um, well then they put Monster the anime on Netflix. So I was I've been watching oh, that, right. and I'm like almost done with that. I really like Monster. Um, they didn't put the English dub in there, which is okay. The Japanese is fine, even yeah. though they uh, <laughs> there's all these times where they're supposed to be speaking German and the <laughs> characters are speaking Japanese. They're like. Uh, Oh, sorry, my German's not that good. Just like no one's speaking German ever. Everyone's, Everyone's speaking, speaking Japanese. Japanese. Um, but still, that one's good if you like the manga. It's it's just like a shot for shot remake of the manga because it's flawless. Yeah, so it it it's good. I, I like that, and I never thought they were gonna just suddenly throw it on Netflix. Although they're also going to. Um, did you see the trailer for the Pluto? No. Anime. They, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They finally threw out a trailer. Looks really cool nice. yeah and that's gonna be on netflix i think I, later this year i really enjoyed it i feel like uh, like youtube shorts i watched talk about like bad guys and they were talking about johan so much I'm like why is everyone talking about johan yeah. i was like oh it's because the anime is now out on netflix so everybody knows about it now <laughs> oh. yeah 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 i haven't watched uh wait what's it called monster yeah, yeah monster yeah i haven't watched that at all but i did all three of us have read the pluto manga mm-hmm by uh, Urasawa. Yeah. Right? yeah, and and he did Monster as well. Yeah. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah. same same guy. Um, I, I still haven't finished Twentieth Century Boys. I love that. Too. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't read that yet. That one's good. The movies are just okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Pluto is like uh, kind of an adaptation of Astro Boy. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like an adaptation of a well, it's an adaptation of an Astro Boy story called the the Greatest Robot on Earth. Ooh. And uh, but it's it's just done more in Urasawa's style, and it's. Sadder. I mean, yeah. the, the, the original one's kind of sad too. So, but it's it's just it's longer than the original Astro Boy one. I like the murder robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The um, one that's brow. Like, yeah, I thought he was so cool. Yeah, like, every he, single conversation he was in, I was like, this is a great scene. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, like the Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Hannibal Lecter of robots. Yeah, exactly. He's so cool. He's scary. <laughs> it's like pretty quintessential if you're into AI and like robot technology and stuff, and just like what it sentience is, and just all philosophizing about all of that stuff. I will say, maybe go from the perspective, it's just a robot to being like, nah, they have sentience. It's fine I, if I they know. get that advanced. Right. It's like Pluto. It's like a story about robots that have ptsd and robots <laughs> yeah. being like i understand what it's like to have to be a human who has children yeah it's that they're always in danger and if they die your life is over and it's like this is miserable yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about the one that that's with like the pianist or something yeah, north number two. Oh, that one's so sad yeah He's like, I just want to play. I just want to play piano. He yeah. just wants to play piano. North, it's time for your lesson. <laughs> we all love sad comics here. <laughs> we do, whether they're western or manga. We feel sadness um, the hardest here on the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> this is our sad podcast episode. Um, no, I'm really excited for that to be a show on on Netflix. That, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. wait. Check check out the trailer. It, it looks good. It, nice. It, yeah. it has like, I mean, it, it doesn't look like the monster one where it's like a shot for shot remake. It oh, looks cool. like they're going to change some things, but. It still looks good. Nice. Yeah, check out 
Check out the uh, Pluto manga. Check out the monster anime on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check out Divinity Original Sin 2, which, by the way, is cross-platform for PC and Mac. Mm-hmm. One of the few games that actually works that way. Hey, if, you, if you're a listener, you played on How do I move my camera? <laughs> you gotta buy a mouse. All you have to do is buy a Wait, mouse, did, but you won't buy a mouse. Didn't you try like that weird thing where it's like three fingers? Yeah, yeah, yeah and, nothing and no, works. It didn't work. No. Maybe there's like again, like you have to hold like. I just have to buy a, a fucking Apple. Just buy a mouse. It's nine dollars for a mouse. I know. And like F my kingdom two. for a mouse. I have to buy a very specific one because I literally thought, oh, I have a mouse for my PC, but it's a different USB port for my MacBook Air. So I was like, it's not a. I don't use this one. I use my oh, Air. There's not even a regular USB. No, slot. there's not. It's really stupid. That's my. Uh-huh. That's where they get you. I think uh-huh. I have an extra mouse at home. I'll just bring it next time. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't use this <laughs> thing because it has all the podcast stuff on it. Has like zero storage <laughs> left on it. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, check out uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 for all you all you Mac gamers out there. <laughs> Get a All mouse. two of you. <laughs> Get a Mac and then play games on it. The greatest <laughs> choice I've ever made in my life. It doesn't gonna, frustrate anybody. Especially not me or my immediate friends. <laughs> Tyler, what's new with you? Uh, what's new with me? You were talking about watching Alone with your mom. Yeah. And I'm now best friends with your mom. Aww. Because I went with her and Jose and... Best friends with your mom. I'm best friends with your mom. She said it and she didn't say it. I know. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised she said that, honestly. Uh... I went with your mom and Grayson and Han- uh, oh my god I did it again. I called your sister Grayson Hansen in the car because I've been just been recording a lot of podcasts hey, lately. So I'm like Grayson Hansen, but uh, I don't even remember what the context of this of the question was. But uh, went with Jose, your your future brother-in-law, yep. Grayson, your current and always sister, sister. <laughs> and your mom to Malibu to shoot uh, their save the date photos mm-hmm. for their for their wedding coming up later yeah. later this year or whenever it is November. Hey, um, so I was talking to them about, I don't know how we got on the subject, just talking about photography in general. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we got on the subject, but we did. And I found out something about Connery. What? Oh, no. Oh, I think you know. Are you nervous? No, I think I know exactly what you're about to say. I see all the sweat dripping off your forehead. (laughs) Don't say it. He's greasing up. (laughs) He's really nervous. So I just found out Connery's never told me this in our like years of friendship, but he used to be a baby model. It's true. I used to be a baby model. I was beautiful and now I'm not. <laughs> wow! <laughs> My God. You mean you're not still baby model? Your mom no. did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not a I baby slip into mom my diaper, I get oiled up, and I shave all my hair off, and then I go. <laughs> your mom did say if you shaved your beard, you could definitely see this the the baby. The, yeah, I literally have a baby face without my beard, yeah. But anyway, she said there's a full-page spread of you in the LA Times as a baby model? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Where is this? I don't know. She probably has it somewhere. <laughs> why would I keep it? I have to find it. <laughs> I have to find it! What year was it? I don't know, man. Probably Pro- maybe like 94, yeah. 90, 90, 95 maybe, if like I'm two or one. Was it front page? Front page, Connery Hansen, LA Times, beautiful golden curly hair. Wait, was it front page? I don't know, it's man. It's a centerfold. Okay, it's I'm going to... It's a centerfold! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to text her mom now and ask her what, what year it was. Uh, you'll send her spiraling into like her like records being like, where is it? <laughs> I could probably find it on, like, the Wayback Machine or something. Probably. 
Anyways. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I did a photo shoot. <laughs> Save the day for Jose and Grayson. <laughs> I found out something about Connery. I thought it would be more. I thought it would be more like you'd be in, not embarrassed, but just be like, "Oh, I never told you that." But oh, I never told you. You're pretty indifferent about it, baby. <laughs> I was like, eh. now the it world just never really came up. <laughs> We talk about the little buff boy sketch from I Think You Should Leave quite often. True. And you never said, you know, I was once a little buff boy. I wasn't a little buff boy. I was a baby. <laughs> no, you're a baby of the year, not little buff I, there boy. There you go. I was baby of baby the year. Of of the year. year. Look at their toes. Look at their nose. Look at the rumpy dumbly tummy. Maybe that's why you have such an affinity to that sketch. It is funny because I will one day be the people in the immemorium. Oh, God. <laughs> Pancake by dump truck driver. Babies forever, idiot. <laughs> so, anyways, we went to Malibu and we had fun, and we uh, it was started to rain, but I think everybody had a good time. Did that Hillary Duff song play? What song? Let the rain fall down and let it wash away. Something that something. does sound familiar. Yeah, one night in Bangkok and the world is your oyster. <laughs> the powers are temple. The boys ain't free. So that's uh that's that's what's new with me. I should have I should have uh I should have like took that like done more of a build up basically said like oh you have to listen to the next episode oh, to find out Connery's the secret past. about Connery his dark past. <laughs> it's a baby model. His addiction to applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when his model career came crumbling down. His crippling addiction to applesauce. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I have other things, other media I could talk about, but I have something uh, that's not media related that is relatively new okay. that I think we all need to try, especially oh. since we have such an honorable guest as Cameron Takeda here. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you hear that crisp? <laughs> Do you hear that crisp, crisp bound? I'll be right back. I have to get it from the other room. Oh, okay. Can you guys guess what it is? You guys should speculate while I'm gone okay. what I have. Uh, Connery, pretend like you don't know. That, yeah, <laughs> I think, I, wait, I, I think I you told me. Oh, come on! Yeah, didn't you I should have told you not to tell him. What would you think it is? Some sort of uh, Peeps-flavored Pepsi. <laughs> That's exactly right, Cameron. It is Peeps-flavored Pepsi. Well, Tyler's really been trying hard this episode. Well, yeah, and, uh, well, he's about to drink some Peeps-flavored Pepsi. So well, we all are. Well, yeah, uh, but I, I like these things. Did yeah. you have any of those weird Coca-Colas? Like, uh, no, I... Dream Fart and, like... <laughs> standard oil and things like that no i remember the time like how i was drinking rockstar energy drinks and all these weird flavors i did not try them but i will try these i will try this well at least one of those was good uh but one of them tasted like just really bizarre but i, I just don't remember which it was i think it was the one the coca-cola one that said it was supposed to taste like space space yeah yeah it was i think that one was called like zippy stardust it's like it's called starlight oh yeah that one i liked because um, I actually tried to, uh, I tried to find some on the way to Connery's uh, <laughs> birthday. Yeah. Because I was uh, my, it was a musical theme birthday party, oh. and uh, it was, uh, I was from the Starlight Express. Yes. Oh. Which is the the train musical, the train musical for Angela Weber. Weber. So uh-huh. I tried to find Starlight to drink while there, <laughs> but instead I just fell over and broke a chair. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I have the pep, the Peeps Pepsi. Uh, you know, this movie is more about Passover, but it is also Easter time around yes. the time of this episode. We're doing yeah. both. Little column A, little column B. Yeah. Should I thought you said Kamehame. Little Kamehameha, little Kamehameha. <laughs> little Kamehameha. Wait, never mind. Kamehameha, Kamehameha. <laughs> Kamehase, Kamehasa, Kamehameha. Indeed. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, so we're... We have the Peeps Pepsi here. Yeah. Which, honestly, it's called Pepsi X Peeps. 
Oh, yeah. It should oh. just be called Peepsy, right? <laughs> yeah. How come they didn't do that? <laughs> probably because it sounds gross, and it's probably like yeah, a copyright I remember thing. You, I remember you were like, what if it was called Peepsy? But it had to be a color of like dark urine. Is what you told <laughs> hey, me. Ew. I watched you inside. I was like, gross. drink of urine. <laughs> so we're going to taste test this. We haven't done a taste test on here for a while because we're not a food podcast. No. But I do like to, we need sponsors. Maybe like to ape the doughboys bo- dough every once in a while. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. I'm just ripping off another podcast. Oh, who cares? The best artists steal. Yeah, so wait, uh, you're you're hoping that you could get sponsored by Pepsi? Yeah, by drinking their disgusting drink. By going, yes, we we drink or the, peeps. the Pepsi. Oh, okay. Or uh, get sponsored by the Doughboys. Somebody please sponsor us. So, anyways, I poured these glasses uh, earlier. I put some ice in them. We've I did this 45 minutes ago when we started recording. Yeah. So some of the ice melted. There's some water in the cups, but I honestly think it'll probably make the uh the peeps the peepsy tastes better okay much like some whiskeys you know if you like water them down i mean a purist would say never water down your whiskey but like sometimes they say it, that it single drop of water to open up the the flavors oh oh yeah that sounded sound good peepsy there it is i really wish it glittered like like uh peeps hey all that glitters isn't peeps uh here everyone oh yeah i'll just pour it and then you guys need to sniff it before it smells <laughs> oh, this yeah. is like a true blue wine tasting <laughs> I'm pouring oh. three glasses. Is it? Is it? I'm a- like hearing. It's picking up like the <laughs> the pouring sound. This is like a commercial. Oh yeah. Is oh. it corn syrup based or is it a cane sugar thing? I think it's a cane sugar thing. I, d- I doubt it. <laughs> Carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, uh, natural flavor. What does that mean? Caramel color. Where's okay. the caramel color? Phosphoric acid, caffeine, oh. and citric acid. Where's what peeps? makes this any different? <laughs> what makes this peeps? Where's the, the peeps? It's the natural flavor. Yeah, <laughs> the artificial flavor flavors. If this just tastes like Pepsi, I'm really going to be angry. Thanks. I'm going to smell Here, it. Here, Connery. Thanks, bro. So before you sip it, take a whiff. Let me huh. let me know what you guys think. It smells kind of fruity. It does smell fruity. Because since I'm not super religious, I do think of peeps for Easter. <laughs> That's one of the main images I think of Easter. It kind of smells like Skittles. Yeah. Yeah? Or like a, I don't know, just like a generic fruit snack. Yeah, like yeah. Peep foot. But definitely wasn't thinking peeps. Mm-hmm. All right, let's Are we take ready? let's take a sip of this peepsy. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of marshmallow taste to it in the it, aftertaste. It's yeah. kind of like vanilla Pepsi. Yeah. Well, it's kind of disappointing. I thought it'd be way grosser. <laughs> oh, grosser. It's not so gross. I mean, no, it's, it's just like. Um, it's just okay. It's kind of like regular vanilla Pepsi, but I don't like the aftertaste. I gotta say, <laughs> it does have that that sort of aftertaste of peeps. M- yeah, like mar- fake marshmallow yeah, taste, it, whatever the flavor of marshmallow yeah. is supposed to be. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to drink the rest of this. It is a little it. bit of like also what that that star starlight uh, Coca Cola tasted oh, like so it, a little bit. It also tastes like this is space. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Why would make it taste like tang? Yeah, right. They should have made it taste like tang yeah, and metal. <laughs> orange juice and aluminum can. Yeah. I want to drink the rest of this, but I know I'll just like probably feel nauseous later. I mean, especially since I haven't eaten any dinner. But you I'm know, so whatever. proud of you. Ten out of ten for like for like total like self examinement right there. What of you knowing that I shouldn't drink this because I will be ill. I'm like a hundred percent. You're gonna be fucking ill. But I want a little bit more. 
have a little bit more. It's only time. It would be better if they made it with the cane sugar. The cane yeah. sugar Pepsi mm-hmm. is pretty good. That the throwback, or do they still call it that? I don't know. Let's only put cocaine in it. <laughs> Cameron, who is my inspiration for all weird flavored chips? Uh, <laughs> who introduced me to all dress chips, which is the superior chip, honestly. I know. Have you have you found them around anywhere recently? Not really. No, me it's neither. Like, it's like the Canadian flavor, like yeah. spices and stuff. Were we supposed to be talking about something today? Uh, yeah, we're talking about Pepsi. <laughs> It's re- it's a religious revelation. The prince I of really peep like chips. It. The prince of peep shit. <laughs> the prince of peep shit. Yeah. <laughs> the prince of peepsy. <laughs> the only time Connery legitimately gets mad at me is when I eat something that that I know will make he me feel sick later. He fundamentally knows it's going to fuck him up. What other things do you eat that make you feel sick later? Well, it's like he's like I'll order like three grilled cheese sandwiches and eat them all. Uh, I thought it was or just like, gonna be nerds rope again. No. <laughs> Nerd's rope doesn't make you ill. I do not eat those, like, gummy clusters. No. <laughs> I don't like those. The, doesn't like those. Which gummy clusters? The oh. nerd's gummy the, clusters? Oh, I like those so much more than the nerd's I agree. Rope. They're better. Our friend Cutter gave it to uh, uh, me when we were in, like, a movie theater, and it tasted like something that was on the ground in the movie theater. Oh, no, I like those. Like, Cutter like, called me told me they're S-tier candy, and I was like, oh. wow. I wasn't really an S-tier. Definitely, like, B-tier to me. I'm like, they're definitely good. Yeah, I guess I'm in the wrong for both Peepsy and gummy clusters yeah it's I called got the, having taste yeah the, i got the gummy clusters too when they were dungeons and dragons themed and they were like supposed to be beholders oh that's funny yeah and then and then holly opened them up even though i wasn't gonna open them up and i was like well i'm gonna eat them all now <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right i used a beholder in D combat once and i nearly killed my entire party because of the the overwhelming sweetness of the gummy yeah, of, the, of, the, of the gummy cluster treats, they fell before its beauty. Yeah, this episode isn't all over the place, and it's definitely not my fault at all. <laughs> I, I'm kind of enjoying it right now. Like, we're like an hour in, and we haven't even talked about the Prince of Egypt. We talk about religion at the top. I'll cut it down. Don't worry. You know who is a beholder to God's <gasps> vision? <gasps> Moses, as voiced by Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. and as sung by someone else someone else uh, i know he played dolphus from my mom actually knew the guy who did the song he did a stuff for uh blue horizons her a show for sea world oh mm-hmm. like he sang songs for a sea yeah. world song yeah is it about whales or something like it's how about dolphins oh it's just like dolphins they are so great no it's like uh into the blue into the sea into a place you've ever seen the rush of the ocean the breath of the sea into the blue current move you let the wind rush through into the blue yeah that was that was wow. a good one yeah i, I like how you that like a billion times <laughs> I, was say, I guess you don't know you don't, you haven't listened to the boys to men uh end credit song of prince of egypt as no, much but i know into the blue he sings yeah. some song too i don't think it's that one exactly but so it's, i think a woman sings that and somebody else but he sings a song too in it but i forget you could probably find like a cd of like sea world song somewhere right? i'm sure yeah <laughs> Uh, there's also hey na 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 hey na 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 oh can you hear the waves crashing down something take my hand is that from sea world or yeah Prince let me of Egypt? show you a place <laughs> where the magic never okay. ends that's kind of sound like it could be in prince of egypt yeah it does <laughs> do you think moses could part the sea world <laughs> I mean, he parted the Red Sea. I imagine he can part a pool. <laughs> You'd still see a whale. It's like in redneck it. Moses. 
parts an outdoor pool. What's right. your experience with this movie, Connery? Oh, I oh, I saw it a lot when I was younger. I remember just loving the music and the animation. It's, it is really intense, but I was exposed to a lot of intense movies as a child. But like what? Dark Crystal, mm-hmm, Neverending mm-hmm. Story, yeah, Secrets of Nim. This. What about the 80s and 90s stuff? It's just kind of dark sometimes. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I'm going to show my children it. Black Cauldron. Black Cauldron. Yes, one of my favorites. I guess Fern Gully's a little scary at points. Yeah, Fern Gully has its stuff, but there was something else. I think I watched a sequel to Secret of Nim too, and that's like something else. Oh, The Last Unicorn. Mm. We're back a dinosaur story when they're like actual dinosaurs are yes, kind of scary. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the weird wizard man. So it's like now you know the vibe of my overall childhood and being like fairies might be real. Catholic and slightly demented. So, yeah, slightly demented. <laughs> slightly skewed from normal, I'd say. I'm pretty out there. He's the Joker of animated enthusiasts. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Frozen. I've only seen Black Cauldron. Jesus Christ. But... <laughs> Whoa, it's Easter, buddy. <laughs> right. He's back. But, a dinosaur uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dinosaur... Wait, yeah, who who put all the dinosaur bones there? I guess Jesus did, right? Yeah, I watched... Dinosaurs it. aren't real. I was rewatching Good Omens the other day, and they're like, the dinosaur thing was a joke. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's funny. <laughs> Not an actual opinion of no. ours. Uh, yeah, so you've just watched this a bunch of times. You know all the songs. Yeah, I know them by heart. You're a big fan of this movie. Huge fan. I love it. Right? Not just for religious connotations, but for like the fact that it's a just a beautiful, beautiful movie, and the songs just slap. <laughs> <laughs> no cap for real, for real. Cameron, what, what do you think about this movie? Uh, I like this movie. I did see it sometime when I was young, but I also watched it like uh, just a few months ago. Nice. Because Holly was like, let's watch Prince of Egypt. Yeah. And she, she kept talking about it for a while, so then we were like, okay, yeah, let's watch Prince of Egypt, and then... Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, I I, I like this movie more it's than I movie. thought I would. Uh, and then watching it again today, I was like, yeah, I still like this movie. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tyler? I have never seen it before. I may have seen, like, parts of it, but I definitely don't. Like, even watching it now, even if I saw it as a kid, I still remember, like, certain scenes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I definitely don't remember most of this. So I definitely maybe have seen, like, five minutes of it. Uh, but yeah, it's a, a very intense film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lily told me that she's like, oh, I've only seen like the first five minutes when I was a kid and then I like couldn't watch it anymore because I got freaked out. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really intense and like visceral. But I mean, that's what the story is, too. Yeah. It's just like Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of surprised like there being such a huge like blockbuster animated film being so dark and well it's reaching for adults and children alike yeah and it's mm-hmm. i feel like it's effective and yeah. it's probably too scary for a lot of kids but mm. i mean that's to say like the old testament is too scary for kids yeah they don't talk about that that much <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're like yeah yeah this is okay because it's like the parents will be like yeah, it's got a religious thing so it's it, yeah. They, they won't want to censor it or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yes, they killed all the firstborn sons or whatever, but they did do it off screen mostly. <laughs> but you do see Ramsey's son covered in a, in a cloth, and you're like, shit, he, yeah. his kid died. You also see, uh, what, they, they like go over to like a kid, and then they like raise the, the little sickle oh, right. at, at the beginning part, and then they, they just leave, the they show them leaving the house. Yeah. Or that kid not grabbing water, and then like you just see his arm when he, he falls down dead after the angel goes in. Oh yeah, yeah, that, and and the guy getting pushed off and right. landing on a bunch of spiky wood. You just see arm. Yeah, yeah. they like showing arm a lot. 
I've already changed my mind on this Pepsi. I don't think I want anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to finish what's left in my glass. It's I'm already, already kind of feeling like it's too much. Huh? It's already kind of hurting my stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's giving me a but, headache. Is it? Yes. Oh, God. But that, that just goes along with, like, my diet today of just coffee. Same. I think that might be it, too. I, I had some... We had we had lunch, but, like, yeah. I don't know. You got to have dinner. <laughs> dinner. I'm starting to see a burning bush from drinking this Pepsi. <laughs> oh, my God. Outside of What's he window? saying to you? He's saying, "Wait, I don't remember any lines from this movie or the." You, is he telling you to take off your shoes for the studio is hollowed ground? Yeah, I'm, qu- I'm, I'm, I'm quickly brushing all the rocks out of Connery's studio room. Put those back! They're my crystals. <laughs> His dark crystal collection. Let my people go, or it'll turn everything into Peepsy. <laughs> he turns the Nile into Peepsy. No one can drink this. It's like we we can we can do the same thing, Pharaoh. Let we turned it into Pepsi. We just took the Pepsi mix and poured we it into turned, water. We turned it into space flavor, Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the Egyptians just have a starlight mixture. Look, Moses, they just did the same thing. Your thing isn't even that good. Thanks, Jeff Goldblum. I love that part. Like, they yeah. did the same thing. It's like, look what I did. Yeah. Well, I just like it. Yeah. Just like, look, Moses. They did the same thing. What hope do you have? It's like I turned the whole Nile into blood. Right. It's like they just keep ignoring the the things that have gone on. He makes the snake, and the snake eats the other snakes, and they're like acting like as if Moses like lost. lost they don't even say. Yeah. They don't even say anything. Like it's kind of like, right. oh, is they just like, give Moses, him a smug look. Yeah. Does he have like the upper hand? Because the snake did just eat the other two. The snakes. snake is like another power. It's like God, basically. So it's showing like it's it can devour their yeah. serpents, like but, their yeah. false things, whatever. But now they're they're like you're messing with the big boys. Now our snakes got eaten. So <laughs> I think that's the irony of the song like, that. They're saying that. Well, well, right. But then they're just like, hmm, at the end. And then they just lead lead Moses into the Pharaoh's room yeah, right. to talk to him for a little bit. And then he just locks Moses in his, <laughs> in own, his own room. <laughs> like, uh, can I get out? and like go out the window? Or uh... I'm realizing my understanding of the story of Moses is really just from, um, okay, here we go. From Ten Commandments. No, I've never seen it. Oh. Uh, from Veggie Tales, which I didn't realize was religious as a kid. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite thing about you. <laughs> you your favorite thing that. about everything about oh. me? All right, I'll take it. No, it's, it's um, one of them I like a lot. So you didn't know Veggie Tales was religious. <laughs> the Ridley Scott movie Exodus Gods and Kings, <laughs> oh, which uh, I'm not very many people have seen. And it's not very good. Uh, I do... It's like basically when he's parting the Red Sea. It's kind of like, what if there was like a like a storm event where it's the the ocean actually there's, there's like technically there's a scientific way yeah. phenomenon that 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 way could happen. Like when History Channel was doing that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's what happens in that movie. I'm like, okay, and the movie's just kind of boring. And um, what else? Uh, the Rugrats episode. Noah. Uh, I got the yeah, Noah, but Moses isn't in Noah. He's not. Oh, the Rugrats episode, they do do a Noah thing, yeah. And uh, I'm thinking of one other thing, but now I can't now I can't come to mind. So basically, it's just all from media. They do a whole Hanukkah episode, too. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't have any... Oh, and Bruce Almighty. Oh, there <laughs> he you parts go. The, the tomato soup. <laughs> he parts the... That's like a reference I understood, I guess, yeah. from that movie. <laughs> I really don't know much <laughs> about that. You're but... okay. It's fine. I also don't know much about musicals. That's fine. Welcome. Take a seat in this pew. It's going to be a long service. Just going back to like how this is such a, like a blockbuster animated movie, and it actually made a lot of money. It's like when I think of animated movies around this time, there's a lot that kind of flopped, especially non-Disney ones. Mm-hmm. But I feel like even like 
I could be wrong, but just I felt like Tarzan was kind of like the the end of that whole like golden age. Yeah. Of Disney, especially and this. Well, I'm kind of flip-flopping around here, but, like, there's there's parts where, watching this movie, I'm like, it kind of feels like some animators from, like, Hercules or, like, Aladdin worked on this. Something. It just kind of has that, like, style. Maybe it's just because it's around that time, like, a few years later. It's like the American animation style. It's now, like, gone forever. Oh, yeah. Because of Sinbad. <laughs> yeah. Because is of it Sinbad. because of Sinbad? It literally is because of Sinbad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie that came after this. But then also, yeah. I don't remember who made Titan AE, but that's a movie I never saw. But it's, like... Didn't make any money, and like yeah. I think uh, Atlantis Lost Empire like didn't make yep. as much money as that they mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah, um, it's just really like where CG's coming into it, and like Treasure Planet, like this yep. is all that like weird spot for me <laughs> where it's like I I kind of like stopped watching as many animated movies. And I, feel and like a I lot love of the did. animation of all of those things is the thing. Like they yeah. look so distinct and like interesting. Like we were really going someplace, and then all of a sudden everyone decided, no, I don't like that. Now it's just cube people. Yeah, yeah, that that's for sure. And and I mean, then they all, everything switched to the really ugly CG for a while. Mm-hmm. Where everyth- everyone looks like they're full of a weird sticky jello, and they're like <laughs> they they like dimple all the time whenever they like move their limbs. What do you mean, like like Jimmy Neutron or what? <laughs> yeah, like Jimmy Neutron and, and things like that. And like we gotta I mean, cover the Jimmy Neutron movie. Shrek kind of looks like that yeah. too. I saw Jimmy Neutron in theaters. I did yeah, too. me too. <laughs> well, we know your next uh, episode, Cameron. Uh, let's go. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, Shrek. I mean, Shrek is. Can, can, you, can you talk about like just the historical context of this a little bit, Cameron? From like Prince of Egypt to Shrek, like the the, the Prince of Egypt to Shrek pipeline. I mean, just the the quick thing is just that when they when they did Sinbad, they lost so much money that they were like, okay, two D animation, we're done. We're just going to do just the CG because it saves us right now a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, then they made Shrek and stuff like that. And then they made like tons of money because it was cheaper and more successful. Yeah. So it, it corresponded with that. And then everyone went, that sounds great. Let's mm-hmm. make it for cheaper and also make more money. Yeah. And so they did. And But then, of course, I mean, still things like Pixar decided to put, you know, push the envelope with making it more expensive still uh-huh. um, yeah. and make it look nicer and now you today, every fiber on Merida's hair. Yeah, uh, especially yeah, hair and water looks even better now. But mm. uh, hey, the water in, in Prince, <laughs> Prince of Egypt looks pretty good. It does. Yeah, because it mixes the the um, I was gonna say practical effects, but like the <laughs> more traditional animation with with all the CG. Yeah. And for the yeah. most part, it looks really good. There's some parts like in the beginning, it's like the basket is CG that yeah. Moses is in. I'm like, this looks a little weird. Yeah, there's a lot of parts when it like zooms out and it has the people like people walking, people doing things, and it makes them all CG. Yeah, and it it doesn't look great, but uh, if you've seen like any anime made in the past five years yeah. or so. There's like a ton of CG in those, especially for like background characters, and they they move like they're so laggy yeah. that uh, it, it makes this look really good by comparison. <laughs> this was from 1998 and not from like 2020. Yeah, I was gonna say I was uh, I was gonna mention like anime and stuff too, where it's it's not even like a American animation thing. It's just animation worldwide kind of uses more CG nowadays because it is cheaper, I guess. Yeah. It's like that Ruby show where they look like they're still doing Jimmy Neutron graphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? That's that Rooster Teeth one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, the, I don't. I don't know how that's made, but yeah, it looks. It looks like trash. Yeah, it looks really bad. It's it, the characters look really laggy, and it, it looks like it's. I mean, actually, like a lot of anime stuff, they look like someone used a PS2 <laughs> cutscene <laughs> to like them. model everything. Yeah, <laughs> especially for the anime characters, they look like they came out of 
like star ocean or something like yes. that oh yeah can we also have to come back for final fantasy the spirits within oh yeah <laughs> which is definitely do you ever see that connery no i didn't oh my god i feel like you would have loved that when when it came out mm. or whatever but it's just like it's one of those things where it's like the animation looks so cool like yeah. so, they look so realistic like the cg and then now it's just like oh <laughs> well yeah and we talked about that briefly on the animatrix because, oh yeah you're right because they did the the last their final flight of the osiris mm-hmm. oh like it was still square enix studios and i think like I don't know if it was the director of it worked on that, but either way, it was like more or less the same group. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that looks good. And then later it's like, eh, it doesn't look so good. Yeah. There's just not nearly as many, uh, I don't even know if hand-drawn is really the right term because it's not necessarily like hand-drawn, right? Like 2D animation. Well, it's like computer-assisted, but I mean, some, so, someone's drawing it. Yeah. Well, so that, that Van Gogh movie that came out, that was like one of the first things, like hand-painted or oh, something yeah. animation. Oh, well, yeah. And that one was like all rotoscoped, right? That mm-hmm. was the one where they, they just painted over oh. everything. Yeah, it was super cool. Like a few Richard Linklater movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, I mean, so like you're saying, like Pixar really pioneered a lot of like CG uh, animated movies as yeah. well. But then like Disney kind of caught up with that too. Cause it's like, Oh, I remember like when the princess and the frog came out, they're like, Oh, it's like traditionally yeah. animated. And like, yeah. they tried to make a big deal about it and just didn't make as much money as they expected. And it looks beautiful. Like, yeah. ugh. Uh, I've yet to see it, but I keep meaning to see it. Oh, it's super <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah. It's one of Grayson's favorite Disney animated movies. I like it too. If not her favorite, I believe. Wow. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I'll definitely have to check it out. And it does look good. Mm hmm. Um, and it just didn't make as much of an impact, I, I guess, as they expected. Now a lot of Disney movies are are more CG and so like Mo, uh, Moana mm-hmm. and and uh, what's the new Lin one? Manuel Miranda. <laughs> yeah, and, and Lin, Lin- <laughs> Manuel Miranda. He's doing songs for a freaking Little Mermaid too. Did you I know, know that? I, he's writing new songs for Little Mermaid. Yeah. Don't gag me. <laughs> I'm I'm really getting sick of him. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. He's a great, talented, amazing, good person. But, like, I want him to stop for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's as if they thought kids were really going to care whether or not it was drawn in a particular way or not. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're just like, oh, let's throw it up, whatever, I guess. But, I mean, not to say it's just – there's definitely artistry and a lot of talent involved in in CG animation. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just – it's just different. Yeah, well, and, I, how and, do you and just... a lot of it, especially back at the beginning, just just didn't look very good. But that's <laughs> yeah. not because they didn't put in any effort. It mm-hmm. was just technology. Yeah, right. It was just like that was it was new. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it looks really good. I and mean, maybe in like twenty yeah. years from now, we'll be like, oh, Puss in Boots: Last Wish looks pretty janky. Can you imagine? But I mean, <laughs> like that movie rules. <laughs> it does. I watched it again the other night. I was like, this movie is the best. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but uh, it, looks, oh, it looks good. Cameron, it's a revelation. It's amazing. <laughs> it's in the book of revelations, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and yay, death did come. <laughs> He'll be your favorite fearless hero. <laughs> Who is your favorite fearless hero? I'm singing a lot this episode. Yeah, I mean, we just watched a musical. Yeah, yeah. A good point. And I'm drunk <laughs> off Peepsy. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you put in this Peepsy? Uh, want some scotch and Peepsy? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get out your nice scotch and put some Peepsy in it. <laughs> I'll use the worst scotch. A rum and Peepsy. Ooh, rum and Peepsy. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, so it's like there's not a lot of just traditionally animated movies anymore, and when they do come out, it's uh, it, they make a very big point to be like, oh, it's different. Like I'm trying to think of – it's like more indie stuff where like uh, um, he did like a trilogy of movies, but he also did – um, like the my spoon is too big. Oh, Don Hertzfeld. <laughs> yeah, Don, Hart- Don Hertzfeld, which is yeah. like more experimental, traditional animation stuff. Yeah. Um, there's honestly like Apple TV has been 
promoting more stuff like that. There's like the Wolf Walkers movie, mm. which is supposed to be really good. Oh, and it's nominated yeah. for an Oscar. Oh, right. Those ones yeah. by, yeah, but that by that Irish studio. Yeah, and know, they do right? the yeah, Seal the, one too. Yeah, the, the um, Song of the Sea. Yes. Yeah, that, I like that. What is a is? I feel like I'm just probably super stupid question, but is some of the gods is that animated or is that more CGI? Uh, I think some of the gods is is. I mean, I think it's kind of a mixture. Yeah, like a lot of the anime stuff. I mean, like everything really, because mm-hmm. even when you have something that is kind of traditionally animated, or at least it's um it's hand drawn in some parts, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna use some CG in it. I feel like the mountains are hand drawn because they they look so crazy good. Like I remember, like the mountains are just incredible in this. Yeah, the manga of that also looks really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's just like a. You, I mean, everyone's going to mix something in because it's like, why bother to, you know, <laughs> have everyone draw every single frame yeah. every single time and flip through them and then use different backgrounds, um, especially when you can use CG for really good purposes. I mean, it's going to be like all this talk back to the Animatrix, yeah. but like you can move a camera around in the animation, mm-hmm. right, using CG, which yeah. is great. Like it allows you to actually use more. I guess cinematic techniques yeah. instead of you know everything having to be from the front or require you to draw yeah, like stationary a million camera frame <laughs> frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean honestly, the movies that have been like standing out lately, like animated movies like Puss in Boots: Last Wish mm-hmm. and Into the Spider Verse, which I know a lot of people loved. Like yeah. it's yeah. it is CG animation, but they use a lot of techniques that are from traditional animation mm-hmm. that make it feel more engaging and like visual. Mm-hmm. So they're like mixing formats in that way, yeah. which is like a nice uh, breath of fresh air up to the point where there's like, there's like a lot. Oh, there's like a new Ninja Turtles movie coming out later oh, really? this year mm-hmm. that like looks kind of like into the spider verse where there's like drop frames and stuff. Oh, cool. But uh, it's at the point where it's like when, um, uh, what movie was I just thinking of where it's like everyone just kind of copied the style of it a lot. And I'll come back to that point, but <laughs> basically just, uh, yeah, like when, since into the spider verse came out, there's been a lot more animated movies being like, yeah, let's do it like that style. But yeah. That's just Hollywood being like, it worked for one thing. It worked for everything. Yeah. Let's just keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely don't want to discredit like just in general, like CG animators because I follow too many uh, VFX yeah. artists and such on Twitter to like, to know better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's so much like artistry involved, but yeah. just coming back to Prince of Egypt, it, yeah, it is just like that weird end of animate traditional animation kind of like quote unquote, where just things become more CG. But mm-hmm. so I was surprised how much money it made for being such like a harsh biblical epic. Yeah, but I guess it's just so epic in scale that like so many people went to go see it, and the music's so good. And it is, I guess, like a four quadrant movie mm-hmm. because it's about <laughs> the Old Testament and yeah. like biblical. Um situation it's, it's animated <laughs> for the kids it's intense for the adults great music for the everyone who loves music <laughs> yeah they're like and you probably know this story but now you get to see it brought to cartoon life yeah and also star power oh, yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this has like a really stacked cast for for an animated movie yeah during the 90s it. right uh, yeah because i mean there's like val kilmer helen mirren uh patrick, patrick stewart, stewart peace do ralph fines um, or ray fines or whatever yeah ray fines <laughs> Uh, a lot of people. Danny Glover, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock, uh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer. Who, by the way, her character like looks kind of like Demi Moore to yeah, me. And I'm just does. like, I wonder if they originally wanted like Demi Moore to voice her. Probably. <laughs> but 
just Jeff like, Goldblum? Much like the Hulk from... Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Much okay. like the Hulk from the Angley Hulk. <laughs> they based it after Billy Crudup, but then he dropped out. <laughs> so then Eric Bana is Hulk, but it's not doesn't really look like him. <laughs> Martin Short and Steve Martin have, like, the minor role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, they're kind of like... Like, I love those guys. <laughs> I, I'm Who doesn't love Steve Martin and Martin Short? Yeah. But, yeah. like, their roles in this movie, I feel like... Like, how do you guys feel about them? They're fine. They're funny. Uh, I, I kind of think it, they're a little of a dud. I like them doing their little... Like, when they're doing magic tricks and yeah. stuff yeah, like that. That, that. that stuff. But, like, I think they're kind of underutilized, I guess. Especially yeah. for who, yeah, who their voices are. They're the comic relief in a movie with really no comic relief at all. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's like the closest thing to comic relief in this movie. Yeah, is, is them being like that. They remind me of the devils from Hercules. Maybe that's why I mentioned. Yeah, they're Hercules pain and panic. There. It's exactly what they are. Literally, one's <laughs> tall and one's fat. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they really show like the both the animation style of them, how they look, and like their performances and everything too. Mm-hmm. I feel like the most like Americanized version of like look of '90s culture looking at ancient <laughs> Egyptian culture. Yes. And like, yeah, like the cast is stacked, but it's also, I mean, this is just the time it came out yeah, too, all obviously, people. but it's just like, yeah, all white people. And it's just like, it almost feels weird to me a little bit when it's like Ramses and, and, uh, and, uh, Moses and they're mm-hmm. all just like two yeah. of the whitest people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's much worse than the Exodus gods and Kings, which when I mean, it's Christian Bale and like Joel Edgerton or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. In, in like, yeah. Is Christian Bale Moses? Uh, yes. Good. Good. Oh my god. Good. Good. They just did one of those uh like um movies movies set in Rome kind of things where it's like if you're a slave in or lower class you're American. If you're like a Roman aristocrat, you're British. Oh. Right? Yeah. yeah that's so it's true. just like are you an aristocrat Biggest guy here? You're British. <laughs> yes, thank you, Connery. Biggest dickus. dickus. <laughs> thank you. Dickus. Something funny about the name Bickus. <laughs> By the way, next next April for Easter, we're going to cover Life of Brian. <laughs> Perfect. Cheers. Brian? Brian? Who is this Brian? Because, yes, Monty Python, you could consider it a franchise, I guess. Yeah, we can do a whole bunch. Yeah. We can do what's called Life of Brian. We can do uh, what's, hit, what's, what's their world one? The meaning of every life. Spur- yeah, every spam is sacred. <laughs> The Spamalot musical. Spamalot musical, yes. <laughs> um, that's probably like the main, the only thing that really like I feel like doesn't age super well. It's not even really the performances of it, but just the animation style of them. Just looking, it just feels very westernized and American yeah. uh, mm-hmm. style of them being Everyone's like goofy jaw and stuff. Is so sculpted though. <laughs> yeah, I mean the main characters look like they look like iconic. It looks like there's yeah. like some shot. There's a shot in the beginning of uh, of uh, Moses's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she mm-hmm. it looks like it's like from Lawrence of Arabia or she's something. beautiful like the way she's like sculpted and animated her face and everything mm-hmm. it just feels so iconic yeah especially with like when she like does like the tear and like the scarf her head scarf's like blowing in the breeze or like mm, she yeah looks cool and yeah. I mean that in like the literal meaning of that word too of iconic it just yeah. looks like it looks like put that on a poster <laughs> yeah. yeah I was talking about that with Holly too we were both just saying saying that about how her character and we were wondering if she, if she was like modeled off of someone particular maybe um because also the person who does the singing for her at the beginning, mm. it's like she does the singing in like all the different dubs too. Oh, really? Of her? I mean, oh. everyone else changes, but like she, she, she yeah, she sings it for yeah. like the... seventeen languages or something. Wow, she's That's the cool. Vin Diesel of the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> I am Groot. Yo soy Groot. <laughs> Le Groot. Ik bin ein Groot. Ik bin ein Groot. <laughs> 
means I'm a Groot donut. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. That's that's not what he said. That <sighs> that's just a myth. Doesn't matter. Well, don't get the MCU fans mad at you. Mm, here they come. Well, yeah, or all the people are like he he did. Uh, did JFK said he was a jelly donut. Oh, that that's not real. Don't that's get all the Berlin Wall fans mad at you. <laughs> uh, like that lady who married the Berlin Wall. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> what? There's a lady who married the Berlin Wall. Like part of it. I I don't I don't know. Is her last she, name Wall now? <laughs> Probably. Berlin. She was just like I think she, she must have been from West how she, Germany. How did she feel when her husband was like yeah, murdered? Was I guess beaten to death by a bunch of <laughs> by a bunch of people with sledgehammers. And like it was must, a highly publicized event. She must have thought like her husband did not love democracy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Afra Haza play uh, voices uh, the mom. Yeah, the mom. Uh, Yo, heaven. Whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, thanks. You probably said that I was going to say something. Not you pronouncing it well. mother, Yo, heaven. Uh, who, uh, Ofra Haza was known as the Madonna of the East. Whoa. In the Western world. They probably sound like a like Western her term for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> the Madonna of the East. Okay. They probably sculpted her to look like her then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just looking at this picture, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I think that was something. I think, because I think Holly was like, I want to ask my dad about that if that ever came up. Holly's dad was an animator oh. on some parts of of Prince of Egypt apparently, but not ah. the part when not the part when Moses kills the guy, <laughs> which he made a point to bring yeah, up. Yeah, well, yeah, Hollywood made the point because she was she was just asking. She's like, "Did you did you animate the part when when Moses kills that guy?" <laughs> you and, asked her that. No, that's what <laughs> she, she asked said. her dad. Oh, okay. We made a big point to talk about that. How it really didn't matter. <laughs> you could kind of get away with it. I know. Who 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 did that up there? It's him. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's the Prince of Egypt. Egypt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's okay, something that, Rick can really do about yeah, this like, in okay. ancient Egyptian times. Did he say anything else about working on this? Um, no, but uh, if I had known about this way a long time ago, I would have asked him more more trivia about it. Yeah. <laughs> Although he would have just said, "I don't know anything about it. I don't know. I don't remember oh. anything from then." Yeah, but he did. <laughs> we never find we never find his his name in the credits though we never found oh, it he's like a ghost animator <laughs> i think he just did some in-betweens or something like that yeah, yeah. And, and they i'm sure they don't credit every single in-between artist it's like my uncle who is a, a scenic artist he's just uncredited throughout most of his career wow and now he's like retired because <laughs> it's just not something that they used to credit at all in movies right. that's a shame what's your guys' favorite part in this movie I like it when he learned blasphemy. <laughs> I do like the beginning of this movie because it's like it really puts you in the perspective of someone who has all the privilege in the world and just like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. We got these chariots yeah. riding around racing each other. Mm-hmm. We keep breaking stuff and like it's not our problem. Yeah. Dad just like shakes his finger at us and yeah. then he's okay with it. He gives us a promotion if anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. He promotes them for like messing up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like all that stuff, and then all the, all of a sudden realization of Moses, like his whole identity crisis. I really like that whole sequence. Oh, you like the it's called "Gleaming in the Moonlight." Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs because it's just like you know, it's especially if you were the prince of Egypt mm-hmm. <laughs> or one of the princes of Egypt. Yeah, uh, and your whole perspective is just completely like thrown to the ground. Basically, mm-hmm. like I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know what my life is. I, I was at the very like bottom in the social structure or whatever in this, mm-hmm. and now I'm the prince, and now I'm like I actually am that, so I need to just run away. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just I understand why 
both testaments <laughs> are like why so like i understand why so many people are drawn to these religions too because mm-hmm. the story is just so uh universal and like human mm-hmm. yeah but epic at the same time it's just like oh yeah like what would you do in this situation like you would you know like if your world was compl- flipped completely upside down like and you were trying to do the right thing like yeah you don't want to keep being a prince and like subjecting the slaves and everything i mean i guess there's uh Cameron, you're saying like some stuff about slavery and everything it's just well i mean they they just definitely tinge it it's, it's like many of these things they just make it like as if he's all really just anti-slavery in general but um i don't think there's any particular inkling in the bible that he is anti-slavery as yeah. much as he is anti the the hebrews being yeah. enslaved he's just liberating his own people basically. right uh, he's like i don't really have any problem with slavery not not as an institution anyway it's mm-hmm. it's it's, it's a fine. great punishment right he's just like <laughs> it, you know if you if you lose like a war or something you get enslaved but you just can't like keep everyone of an, an entire group of people enslaved mm-hmm. for no particular reason yeah and it's i mean i i just thinking about that very concept it's very especially in the late 90s and it being huge budget animated movie just being like uh uh, from an American perspective, basically, it's like freedom is the most important thing. You know, yeah. like everybody yeah. deserves to be free, and it's just like, yeah, they do, and I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, in terms of how many people turned out to see this movie, but also just that being such a universal thing, especially in modern times. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's just like a, every time I, I listen to history or read a historical book, especially if it's about Rome or something like that, they'll always mention Spartacus, and then they'll always be like, well, yes, and then the Spartacus movie is really good, but uh, he definitely was not for free and slaves. He just was, like, trying to get out of there. Yeah. And, and I think a similar thing, thing It's a lot this. more, like, selfish motives than, like, things uh, build him up to be. Yeah, yeah, well, selfish or just being like, hey, yeah, being a slave sucks ass, but, mm-hmm. like, um, they just don't envision what a world is like without slavery. It's not, like, again, a much more modern thing to think. Like slavery is some sort of really backwards way and and i agree with this by the way like slavery yeah, is, is bad. bad i'm telling i'm saying this i'm not being pro slavery. yeah i'm not defending slavery <laughs> just just in case just in case <laughs> cover your bases i just pounded that peepsy like a fine scotch and it was horrible pound <laughs> do you pound your fine scotches <laughs> i just got like sipped it like it was like fine scotch. I was like Ugh. Yeah, he just opened Great. up the whole bottle and then just drank the whole thing down <laughs> like a fine scotch. Yeah, what I do in my own house is my business. <laughs> Poured it into my decanter, then into my mouth. As long as you're not hurting anyone. I am a sovereign prince of each. <laughs> Besides yourself, yeah. Ramses loves the peepsy. He makes people feed him peepsy. What are you guys' favorite songs in this? Tyler, I know music's hard for you to remember sometimes, but... Uh... Yeah, I think the thing that stands out most to me is the song that I like the least, which is the "You're with the Bad Boys" or the uh, "Playing with the Big Boys." Yeah, yeah. Playing with the Big Boys. See, I can't even remember what it's called. Right. I'm just like, I don't like this song. I I completely agree with that. That yeah. that's the one that sticks in my head the most, but it's <laughs> wow. also the one that I like the least. It's right. yeah, it's the most modern song in this too. It feel it doesn't feel like classic in any way. It's mm-hmm. just like here's our fun little like that's it felt like a little. That's why I was thinking Aladdin earlier too, yes. not just with the animation style, but um, with the the style of the song it feels almost like robin williams ish yeah i was gonna say it feels very like never had a friend like me yeah yeah so i don't know i didn't like that <laughs> but what about your favorites <laughs> i don't know talk about some and i'll come back to it all I'm... right i'll list them in order um <laughs> so we have deliver us 
which is the big opener song, the Deliver Us, da da da, Deliver Us. I don't. I think that one's fine. I like that one. Uh, then there is uh, the. I mean, yeah, that song is good. Yeah, I like the be especially like for scene purposes. I yeah. like I like the beginning, the opening of that, and I mean the whole thing is really dramatic. Mm-hmm. But, then uh, there's a uh, gleaming in the moonlight, cool and clean, and all I've ever known, all I ever wanted. That one feels really musical. Yeah, because he's yeah. like he's literally singing his emotions. Yeah. I, sure. I mean, okay. I, I like that sequence more than I like the music. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like in just the animation of that. And then he goes and like looks at the hieroglyphs and also like the, uh, and just the whole scenario of what he's like, oh, your whole life was right in front of you. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's, it's like a, an emotional moment for him. Mm-hmm. It's not a real, uh, like literal moment. It's like his eyes literally being open to like oh, yeah. the oppression and horror happening around him. Like I doubt like his, his dad, the Pharaoh commanded be like, yeah, show the part where he comes in a little basket and stuff. <laughs> like, cause it's, as far as I know, Moses didn't know that he was adopted at first. Right. No, he didn't know. Yeah. And, uh, I, w- I was distracted earlier from that favorite scene, but I forgot to mention that I, I do really like the part when it, it turns all like hieroglyphs Yeah, and it, again portrays the story from the beginning but mm-hmm. with moses watching it but he's a hieroglyph and that they're running all along the wall yeah i think that part's cool That's yeah really and it good. goes like up on the roof and or on the ceiling rather yeah mm-hmm. all that stuff is really cool I, I love all that then there's a looks your life through heaven's eyes i like that that's a good song which part is that <laughs> that's the so how can you tell what a man is worth by what he builds or buys? You can never see with your eyes on earth. Look through heaven's eyes. That's when he yeah, goes to the, the medians. medians. Yeah, he meets his wife. Oh time, yeah, it's yeah. like the time okay. transition song. Okay, it's like I like because I again I mentioned it, but I, I like that he also sings in my favorite uh, recording of Man of La Mancha <laughs> as Don Quixote, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, so when I hear that, that one, singer? I just yeah yeah the same singer. Nice. Uh, Brian Stokes dream, Mitchell. The impossible dream. <laughs> Even though I always think in that recording, he his vo- voicing of Don Quixote always sounds a little bit like he's doing the El Pollo Loco guy's voice. <laughs> Does um, he do the El Pollo Loco guy's voice? No. Ah, oh, sweet sovereign of my captive heart, I shall not fail thee. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, is the next song uh, the Let My People Go song? Yeah, that's that's the, the plague song. Yeah. I send the locusts on the wind such as the world has never seen on every leaf, on every stalk until there's nothing left to give. I like that one. That one's great. It's always been one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, no, the, the next one was the Big Boys Now one. <laughs> yeah, yeah then, right. Then yes, it's, it's Big Boys. Yeah, Big Boys, none of you guys liked. The Plagues, <laughs> none of us liked the Big Boy. Yes, no one likes a Big Boy. Wow, that's not true. <laughs> There's plenty of people that like a Big Boy. And <laughs> but, by that, we, we mean adults. <laughs> yes, an adult. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then there's the Plague song. I like the Plague song, but it's not like, if no one's going to be like, that's my favorite song from the Prince of Egypt. It's just like, you need a song there, I guess, and you yeah. put it in. It's good. It's, it's my second but favorite. All the visuals of the plague and like yeah. and everything happening. It happens really like fast. It's very mm-hmm. condensed, but uh, it's really well done. It's yeah. very, so visual. It's scary. Yeah, it's really <laughs> makes scary. me feel really bad for Ramses. It does. One. Yeah. When the, when they're like singing uh, across from each other, and then it's like half mm-hmm. their face, and I'm like, I feel bad for Ramses. Yeah, because like <laughs> he's literally like. He's doing what he's always done, and now he's being punished for it. After Moses was like, do it also enforce that his entire life. So he's the tables are really turned on him, and he's like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, what did I do?" 
And he's yeah. like, if I just do that, then like also people are probably gonna like overthrow me. They're gonna like uh, yeah, just poison like, me I, I or can't. something. I can't. Like literally, like if he does it, like he's like, I'll die, or my kingdom will literally fall into ruin. Yeah, he's doing what he was raised to do and like continue mm-hmm. traditions and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, from a more modern perspective, it's like, yeah, he's he's definitely in the wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back then, he's probably just like, I'm just like leading this empire like i'm supposed to be doing and then he keeps getting pushed by moses he's like you know what i'm gonna do like the worst thing possible yeah but at the same time he you know he ha- does have time to listen to moses and stuff and kind of just refuses mm-hmm. and he's like i'm just stuck in the old ways yeah but yeah all that stuff is a very modern perspective but yeah, yeah. so it's, but yeah. it's but it's a modern movie <laughs> relatively modern film but so. i i like that i like their whole like brotherhood and their like very like contested relationship yeah, in the yeah. End. But, like you see it there like every now and then we like they when like the darkness egypt and like they come and have that like brief heart to heart before ramsey's like oh yeah you're the one that's like fucking my whole life over <laughs> <laughs> yeah like they were really good uh like they were brothers mm-hmm. and then they like are still brothers but they just have really fallen apart mm-hmm. and uh they won't listen to each other really anymore and mm-hmm. like even moses like this is like this is the room where we could always talk about stuff like yeah. no matter what it's like remember that time we pulled that prank on the <laughs> on the priest <laughs> on the priest and he like, fasted for two months yeah, it's like the priest that was a horrible though, but they fasted for two months <laughs> yeah and it's like kind of goofing around a little bit, but yeah. like, and then it just turns into a horrible conversation. So all mm-hmm. that, all that stuff's just really relatable. They really, I mean, that's part of it being an epic mm-hmm. too. Is like it's just huge, grand emotions, but still being relatable. Yeah, I think that's very important to still keep it relatable and like make the cast of characters pretty small because mm-hmm. you can very easily like with a huge story just be like, yeah, here's this person, this person, this mm-hmm. person. But it's like if you just keep it to a few people, mm-hmm. yeah, it's easier for people to latch onto while having this massive spectacle. Too. And I've yeah. always, I just like that scene so much probably one of my favorites in the whole movie because it's that final heart to heart was like look something really 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 bad is going to happen like i really just want you to like make this last appeal to like let's just drop it and we don't have to have this horrible thing happen yeah i also like during the plague song when um because like moses is looking down and seeing like all the other people yeah like all the non they're not rulers they're just like regular people Mm -hmm. also getting hurt and they're like all the families hiding from fireballs and locusts and <laughs> frogs and yeah well yeah and then there's also even like the guard who's like all sick and covered in boils and mm-hmm. ramsey's helps him up yeah and or more uh, so he like forces yeah him he up. like he's forces like, him up, up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like behind the uh uh the sphinx or whatever or like the giant stat- is uh, that the statue of ramsey yeah like yeah, the yeah it's like you down. see the fireballs going through the eyes and stuff all that mm-hmm. stuff is so cool like all the visuals of this are incredible mm-hmm. it's like why you want to go see an animated movie because yeah. like, you mm-hmm. can do things that you can't do as well in a live action mm-hmm. or it just is very different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that would be CG in a live action movie. It's like an in, infinite, in the 90s it's too, an so. infinite playground. That's why I always like <laughs> it's a what an infinite playground when it's like animated or like CGI, or whatever. Oh, they said plague round. <laughs> it is a playground, I guess. too. <laughs> Good stuff. But then the last song is, uh, when you believe it's like the trademark song that won an Oscar. <laughs> Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I can feel something inside myself. Yeah, I mean, it definitely deserves an Oscar. Like, that yeah. song is really good. I don't know mm-hmm. what else was nominated that year, but it was. it's just a really great song. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's, and, like, in the credits, it's the uh, Whitney Houston, uh, Mariah Carey version. Mm-hmm. So. It's great. Good. Good, awesome. <laughs> deserves we an Oscar. It. Yeah. But uh, I will say my other favorite scene is after the red sea crashes down and then like ramsey's on that rock and he's like yeah yeah like how he's like trying to push against the water a little bit and yeah. goes flying. yeah mm-hmm. 
Well, it's the, the whale in the uh, the parted oh, sea too is such yes. a cool image. It's like I love it when there's like a lot of suspense or action happening in a movie, and then it all slows down to mm-hmm. just like everyone just stops what they're doing and kind of like sees a beautiful image. It's like like the I always like that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the sheer wonder of animation. Yes, and film, <laughs> and film, the power of cinema, <laughs> the power of cinema. <laughs> I always love that part so much. Like one of the things I like frame on a wall somewhere, like it's like a giant thing. <laughs> I do really like like the line when Mo- Moses goes up to Ramses when he comes back mm-hmm. and like summons the snake and stuff. Yeah. Or uh, Moses like things cannot continue how they have, and then Ramses like I see no reason why not. <laughs> yeah. It's also like his perspective, but it's also he thinks that Moses is still talking about manslaughtering that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you can come home. Like, you've been in exile for so long. Like, I, for, we could have gotten out of this to begin with. Like, but, like, now you're back from your exile. I, I see you refound that, like, slave that I gave you. Cool. Uh, welcome back home. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, no. It's, it's different now. Sorry. Sorry, brother. Just the, the whole sequence with, like, the, is it Medeans? Or Medians? Yeah. Those, the yeah, they say, they say Medians. Medians? Yeah. yeah, with, like, Jethro and... Um, What's her name? Well, okay, just to take a step back, there's the whole, like, meet cute of her, (laughs) which is, like... (laughs) Given as sex bride. Yeah, that's definitely, like, something that wouldn't be in a modern (laughs) movie. Like, like a recent movie, I think, where it's just, like, yeah, like, she's the jewel, or she's the uh, desert Desert flower. (laughs) It's just, like... I guess it's from the perspective of those characters and everything. That yeah. is how they live their lives and everything. Like mm-hmm. the the two princes, like just everything's given to them. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, this is the introduction of this character, and it's very. And it's the fact that they're so into it. Like they're right. both like, yeah. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, like he, she drops him in the in the water later. It's like, yeah, that's definitely deserved. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think it would almost be worse, but yeah. he dropped her in the water. She did to him too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's, like, a few things in this movie, too, like, just that are a little goofy that, like, go against, like, the overall tone, I think, which mm-hmm. is, like, I think that's a very, like, Katzenberg thing. Like, I just know he really, he was kind of, like, the big, like, he was very assertive about what he wanted with the, with Shrek. Mm-hmm. I know, like, he wanted to keep pushing boundaries as, like, a like a fairy tale story and be, like, oh, like, let's push, like, and see what, like, what we can get away with, you know? Like, just all, like, the raunchy humor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like those things are, like, oh, make it, like, a little silly at points. Like, like when uh, Moses is drinking water with all the sheep and then the sheep looks at him from the other side and yeah, just, like, drops the, the water. Same face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, that's kind of, that's pretty goofy and doesn't really fit the overall tone of this the movie. Like, is that the Prince of Egypt? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In oh my god it's the prince of egypt in no my longer. trough <laughs> i'm moses but uh there's some other shot i can't remember but there's a couple sequences like that that's like one shot and it's just like or like the camel picks up his bites oh, his yeah. hair and stuff which i i, I always like camels in movies and he gets like spit on him he's like uh, uh. <laughs> but when he's like with the uh uh medians um in the whole sequence of like the dance and like mm-hmm. the fire and everything it's very symbolic of him being like reborn as yeah. a new person mm-hmm and regaining his roots, I think, learning the culture of his people and everything. Mm-hmm. I think all that sequence I like I like a lot. Yeah, I mm-hmm. knew you'd like that part. Were you going to say for the other silly part when, when they're, they're like, washing him? Oh, yeah. He's just like, oh. oh, you've washed every inch of me. Oh, Ooh. not every inch. <laughs> oh, I didn't Apparently know that. I thought not. you guys were making a joke. I guess no. I didn't hear that no. part. Yeah, like, there's, like, Ooh. a couple lines that are a little goofy. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> By perineum. <laughs> My Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> they had to give him an enema too. 
<laughs> Prostate exam. <laughs> My pleasure dome. <laughs> My pleasure dome. Xanadu. <laughs> This my Xanadu, <laughs> my Thunderdome. <laughs> the cue the theme from Thunderdome. I also really like Ramsey's uh, side hair when he's before he becomes Pharaoh. Oh yeah, he's like uh-huh. a cool kid. I think it's a cool haircut. Would you rather have Moses's hair wig or Ramsey's haircut? That's hard. Yeah. Um, dang. They're both pretty cool, honestly. They are. But I also don't like that it's not Ram- uh, Moses' real hair. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I have to go with with uh, Ramsey's. Yeah. I wish that was Moses' real hair because it's a really cool hair. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. How come Ramsey's, when he's the pharaoh, doesn't wear the fake pharaoh beard? I don't know. Maybe he thought that was a little outdated. No, they gotta wear the fake pharaoh beard. Even he- Hotchipsud wore the fake pharaoh beard. Oh, he loves tradition. I guess so, yeah. I don't Maybe know. to make him a little more recognizable to the audience. Yeah, they're like, wait, we're not going to know who... We're going to think he's the old pharaoh he's got this fake pharaoh beard. <laughs> yeah, even though he looks distinctly different. <laughs> Did his statue have the fake pharaoh beard? No, it didn't. Man, they they, they really weren't weren't into the fake pharaoh beard during this one 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 pharaoh's reign. Yeah, he, they he was like, goofed. I don't like it. <laughs> he's the anti-pharaoh. He doesn't have the cane either. He doesn't really use that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moses is the anti-pharaoh. The headdress. Yeah. Maybe he has, like, he's yet to like risen to old man maybe he's like i'm like the young king so like i'm not gonna do the beard quite yet hey you know they they never show the pyramids are the pyramids built at that point or not built at that point i don't know they yeah, mentioned the pyramids i feel like do they like i Dang. feel like they don't ever they never show it right they never show up no. i feel like they mentioned briefly because they're like built in like they're all the way in the desert really really though. long time yeah are they are they really all far away? I, I mean, like, kind of who far. knows where? Like, where? like they're tombs, so they're kind of like far farther mm. away from the city. Yeah, I was like, where? What is the name of their city? <laughs> Which city is it supposed Kush. to be? Uh, Kush is the nearby kingdom of Kush, yeah, next to White Castle. <laughs> he's not wearing the the dual crown of Lower and Upper Egypt. That's right, he's not. So when 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 is all this stuff supposed to take place? I, I don't know enough about this time in history. I don't know enough about Egyptian history. <laughs> Let's all learn. Yeah, and then we'll learn to read the hieroglyphs, and then we'll find out if they hid some dirty jokes in the hieroglyphs. <laughs> what would you say? Like they, they just actually hieroglyphs are like sounds. It's like just like sound, like syllables or well, something. Well, like, like yeah, yeah. Well, uh, when it's like an like an I, for example, uh, it might be like it might stand for the Egyptian word for I, oh. which might have a particular sound. Like just if we were taking it like I, mm-hmm. it'd be like yeah. Yeah. And then so you'd be like, oh, if we need a word that's something that also says yeah, you mm-hmm. know, you'd, you'd draw in the eye. So like, ram it, it, dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, but then it's, yeah, it doesn't apparently have any vowels, the, oh. uh, the Egyptian D- um, uh, hieroglyph. So you have to like assume, assume the vowels. Interesting. <laughs> For anything that's not also written in like Coptic Egyptian, which it's is like, like just Greek. consonants. Yeah, right. So just consonants for the most of the hieroglyphs, as far as I can recall. Wheel of hieroglyphs. <laughs> you gotta you gotta check out the Rosetta Stone to find that out for real. Nice. You'll, you'll read it in Greek, and then you can read <laughs> it in like Coptic Egyptian, and then you can read it in hieroglyphs. Wow. And then you can go, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I get at least what's on here. Yeah, what Hacked is Coptic it. Egyptian again? Is that like before the Rosetta Stone? No, Coptic Egyptian is like a way in which you could like write the Egyptian language not in hieroglyphs. I think it's like maybe it's phonetically in Greek or something like that. Like you use the Greek alphabet. Oh. But 
because that's i think those are the three languages that are on the rosetta stone is like uh egyptian coptic egyptian and greek i always forget they were friends yeah yeah well late way way later yeah and, um, <laughs> i mean the friends more like <laughs> the greeks take over and then <laughs> yeah, and then you and you have the ptolemaic uh, dynasty ending with cleopatra and then the romans take over right yeah, there's, a, uh, there's another joke when it's just like, that's why dad says she'll never get married to totally segue to something different. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she drops him into the into the well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, okay, yeah, we get it. <laughs> we get it. She's a rough and tumble gal. A schmaltzy joke. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, Steve Martin and Martin Short, like, they don't give enough, they don't have enough going on. They don't have much to work with. It's yeah. just like, let's hire all of these names. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you can't be this funny. You can't be that funny in a movie about <laughs> Moses and stuff, yeah. you know? So it's just... And Patrick Stewart gets to say horrible things. <laughs> they were just slaves. They, they were, were only slaves. slaves. It's like... <laughs> Everyone can say they were only slaves. <laughs> and Moses is like, they were only innocent Egyptians. <laughs> they were only our people. Let's just treat the people who live here better. <laughs> I do think, like, Ray Fiennes is really good casting. Um... Because he is like basically like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm just following the system yeah. of all this stuff. It's not my fault. I'm just following mm-hmm. the system. Like maybe I do take all the pleasures of it. Why shouldn't I? Like yeah, just I'm reading his character that way. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like his character in Schindler's List in a lot of ways too. Except I think that character is even way more demented he's for sure. Sinister. <laughs> um, yeah. But in this, he's just like trying to get Moses back and everything. He's just like we can forget all about all this. Like we can mm-hmm. take care of the. Like, right after Moses accidentally manslaughters that guy. Yeah, he's like, we can take care of that quote-unquote murder or whatever. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I know all the politicking of this and everything. It's fine. It's just like Moses actually feels very bad about it. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I don't know, Ray Fiennes is really good in this. Um, Mm -hmm. Should it have been an Egyptian actor or something? Yeah, for sure. But, I mean... Finds he's also sings his own parts, I guess. He does, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's a lot. He sings a lot of speak singing, which is pretty good. Ramsey has an easy songs, yeah. He has such an iconic voice that he's he's great for voice acting, too. Mm -hmm. So I'll always love him. And basically, like, there's not a Ray Fiennes performance I don't like. (laughs) No, he's great, he's just really committed and good in everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, this movie just feels uh very of its time from extremely of its time, I guess, partly because I have a very uh vivid idea of what that was to me because i was so in animated movies yeah. as a kid um it's really that crux between traditional animation and like cg animation coming together mm-hmm. val kilmer's in it which is like kind of like i feel like when you get into the 2000s like his star power kind of fades away but he's like really committed in this role he voices mm-hmm. moses and the part where like he's yeah, god, god or whatever so i don't know i think i've always liked val kilmer as an actor and just overall, the voice voice acting is really good. The visuals are like so incredible. Um, this, I think, you know, the things that I have qualms with in this movie, like I'm just really nitpicking. Like overall, it's like a really great epic. With yeah, good songs. Like if if uh, you're with the big boys now is like the worst song. That's really not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're all very solid. They're all very very good. I can listen to the soundtrack on repeat and be happy. <laughs> 
I will say I did put Are You Playing With The Big Boys on my D&D soundtrack there because I did a very... Uh, <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fun song it's out of context. One. Yeah, out of know? context, it's really fun. I think I, I was... Oh, it was for my little cleric player. I had her whole arc, and I was like playing with the big boys. It's like her like evil clerics being like, you're playing with the big boys now. <laughs> we, you did say that if Moses was a D&D character, he'd be a cleric. Be a cleric. <laughs> oh, yeah, after after God levels him up a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah, <laughs> it's a level 16. Oh, no. That's the sacrilege also. Yeah, a little bit but come on well that that part it's just like he he literally he puts his staff in to get powered he puts his hand in to get powered mm-hmm. and then he like raises up in a bunch of magic power that is one of my favorite parts of the whole burning bush sequence the music in that is so good i love it it, bring, it gets me a tear in the eye like that. <laughs> da, da, na, na, na. we'll wrap this up but just that mm-hmm. shot basically that scene where uh ramses is pointing just like his father behind him on the hieroglyphics mm-hmm. or on the on the art behind him yeah and it's just like you don't even like he's both he knows what he's doing but he also doesn't know to what le- like to what degree he's doing it i think he's just doing like uh, this is what my dad would do just well, yeah. repeating the atrocities of his father right. therefore becoming much worse in a lot of ways because he's like i'm gonna do it like twice as hard basically well, right and that's he's like when he's like a cry will yeah. you know, echo what, through all of egypt yeah and then moses is like yeah it will but <laughs> yeah. for you yeah, it's not gonna be us <laughs> and then ramsey's son is, is standing below all the things in the in the all uh, the dead babies giant, yeah uh not mural what's that called hieroglyph a wall yeah <laughs> and uh probably a cartouche mm. no i think that's just the signature okay. but yeah i mean it's a very simple visual like symbolism but it's very effective that whole scene's great at least yeah. it's good <laughs> yeah i mean i also like they kind of do that a few times with the um i mean with the pharaoh and he's standing and he's standing like his statue mm-hmm. and then later ramsey does it R- ramsey's yeah he's doing it and his statue's there too and it's mm-hmm. bigger than the other one yeah yeah i'm like you know it's it, it's it's just it's looks nice and it, <laughs> it goes well together it's and it not plays like his father complex and stuff yeah. his daddy issues <laughs> right and it's not like too and it's not like annoying or anything mm-hmm so I, I like I like using that that imagery. It's good yeah. visual symbolism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, this is a great great movie if you haven't seen it, and even if you're like not religious at all, give it a watch. It's just a good movie with great music, and it's just fun. Yeah, I was gonna say this pretty much the same thing. It's just like if for some reason it's like being religious puts you off of it, like you know don't. Don't don't be that. Don't be like that. Yeah. Don't don't, don't be a wet blanket. Just <laughs> it's, like it's just it's, good art. It's a movie. If if you're not religious, then it's just a movie, and mm-hmm. you're like, this is a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It even makes a point, like in the intro and the outro, basically, where yeah. it's like you just has text on screen being like, we took liberties with this to an extent, and also just like it's a pre- they just try to make it a very generalized yeah. story. It's not like it is about like freeing the hebrews and everything like it's about moses's story but it, they never make it like too specific mm-hmm. um in one way or like too much about faith like that i mean that's what the story is about but it just feels more like it's a giant epic yeah and it is it, it uh it's like i'm telling you a story not i'm preaching at you yeah, right yeah, yeah it's yeah, really yeah. not a preachy movie at all mm-hmm. it's is not it, like you need to believe in god or something yeah. like that it's probably why i like it so much because i hate being preached at but like yeah. that's only this is just, i'm telling you a story yeah there's a like huge this. difference and it, it tells an epic story so well and like it's just it translates that story so well i think because that, i think that's what draws so many people to a story like this mm-hmm. in the old testament um just being like so epic and grand but personal at the same time and the movie does such a good job at doing that and it doesn't yeah it doesn't preach Mm -hmm. it's definitely i think 
like people have said this is like one of the best animated movies of all time Mm -hmm. i think it's definitely up there like it just looks so gorgeous it's definitely like one of the best uh animated movies of the 90s like of of that era and everything so blows atlantis out of the water at least yeah a movie (laughs) i really like and watch every once in a while but i know it's not like amazing atlantis is still fun though yeah atlantis yeah The Leviathan thing? I had that action figure as a kid. I loved it. I like the guy digging for dirt all over. <laughs> the mole man. I used to always say two for flinching. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, the Mike Mignola looking stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Good movie. <laughs> so you know, there's two, of the, there's two Atlantis movies. We can cover that. Yeah. The second Atlantis movie, though, is like a bunch of a collection of like three shorts that they were gonna they were gonna make an atlantis show but oh, yeah. they just turned them into like a straight to dvd movie mm. they can still cover it though yeah. then there's Whatever. that anime that like is a lot like atlantis so i think it came oh, yeah? out before atlantis oh yeah that also features some nerdy guy with glasses as the protagonist and some sort of like uh atlantean babe kind of character i was about to say some babe <laughs> is a little leviathan i don't know i've never actually seen it but I, actually, I think I saw an episode of it a long time ago, but um, I don't know almost anything crap. about it's it. Really cool. But I think it it also has a very uh, similar feel, just in general, to <laughs> the Atlantis movie. Enough that an, people do go and every once in a while go, Atlantis pretty much ripped off uh, Nadia and the Secret of the Blue Water, I huh. think is what it's called. That's a mouthful. Yeah, well, it maybe is not as much of a mouthful in Japanese. Probably I, not. I'm not sure. Anyways, those are our final thoughts on The Prince of Egypt. It's well worth the watch if you haven't. I don't know why you wouldn't have watched it at this point. Yeah. But hey, sometimes I listen to podcast episodes before watching a movie, and right. I'm convinced to go go watch it. Yeah, so. Maybe you're, maybe you're wa- listening to this while you're watching Prince of Egypt. Because <laughs> they're like, <laughs> it's not on Netflix or an easy-to-find streaming service. I have to pay two ninety nine for this Yeah. to rent it. It's worth it. It's worth three bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it for like uh, just in terms of like the scope of animation history mm-hmm. it's yeah. also just a really compelling story it's a tri- you know it's a it's a tale as old as time song as old as rhyme <laughs> it's the prince of egypt <laughs> so just check it out if you haven't if in uh if you have watched again mm-hmm. yeah recommend slam <laughs> so happy easter happy passover yeah happy peepsy yeah. Uh, <laughs> not a strong recommend on the peepsy. Yeah, it's uh, just okay. I, I liked it a lot. Chair is promptly not turning around. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay, <laughs> what's that called? What's that show called? The Voice. Oh yeah, thank you. This is the Voice. <laughs> Cameron, do you have anything to plug before we go? Uh, all the same stuff. Always, uh, even though I, I honestly haven't been reading that many comics lately, that people should read some comic books. Go to your local comic shop, yeah. or at the very least, if you can't do that, buy them online somewhere. Um, don't don't read free scans if if you can afford it. No, it's it's really lame and prevents stuff from actually coming over properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, avoid that if you can. Uh, other than that, yes, just read read comics. Don't think. They're just all kitty stuff. Don't think uh, cartoons are all kitty stuff either. If you're listening to this, you probably don't <laughs> you know already yeah. think that, so that's fine. Um, yeah, um, and keep keep reading. Be be intelligent readers and Aww. and thinkers and stuff. I, I like that. Be smart. I'm an educator. That's uh, yeah. I, I want to do that. Yeah, read Mark Twain. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That, I didn't even talk about reading Connecticut Yankee, but that was good. Uh, read Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court. It's Ooh. fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Connie, what do you have to plug? 
I'm staring at my giant stack of comics on the top of my bookshelf and being like, I have to read all those. Feeling guilt. Feeling very much a lot Catholic of guilt. guilt. So much comic guilt. <laughs> Your religion is Batman. My backlog is huge right now. Like, I gotta read through all of those. It's all good shit, too. Like, it's all great stuff. I can't believe I have to read all this good stuff. I know, right? It's me like, oh, I have to read, like, Al Ewing Venom and, like, Rom V. Oh, my God. I have to read The, the End of Human Target. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, also enjoy tabletop role-playing games, probably enjoy Starship and Paula. Actually, a role-playing game podcast where me and four other friends play the Starfinder game. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud. Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Vice for any photo shoots I've been doing. Uh, Jose and Grayson Save the Date's probably not on there yet. Because <laughs> they have to send out the invites. It's pretty yeah. rude of me to post that first. I like a little preview. Um, but uh, yeah, check uh, check out my Instagram. I thought you were going to say check out their wedding. <laughs> check out their wedding. It's being live streamed. <laughs> uh, crash the wedding online. It's uh, if you want to, it's like $50. Code franchise intruder. <laughs> yeah. When franchise is setting up a website, we're definitely skimming off the top of their live stream wedding. Uh, follow us at Franchise Pod on all social medias. Uh, email us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com to tell us. Uh, what uh, franchise do you want us to cover? Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, recently we've been doing some uh, more oddball ones in terms yeah. of just, like, what constitutes a traditional franchise. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did John Wick, but we've done some, like, two-offs. Yeah, we're, we're doing some weird ones, yeah. But uh, whatever, man. It's our podcast. That's why I tell Tyler all the time. It's, we do whatever we want. It's our podcast. We do whatever we want, dang it. So give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we're the sovereign prince of podcast. <laughs> the what? We're the sovereign prince of podcasts. Oh, yeah. I, who's who's more Ramses and who's Moses? <laughs> okay, interesting. You could, you could do it by haircut, I think. I guess I'm Ramsey. Because <laughs> <Great. laughs> I am wearing for a, sheer luck of being bald. I am wearing an ancient wig. <laughs> it's true. You look great with that side ponytail, by the way. Thank you. Oh wait, you're no, just ponytail. I'm side ponytail. You're wearing a wig. You could do a side ponytail. I could. Be pretty intense. <laughs> Might get in the way a lot. Yeah. I imagine walking through doors just kind of like dunk. Especially with the headphones on right now. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really intolerable. <laughs> um, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, yeah, give us five stars. Yeah. Thank you to Grayson Hanson for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. And until next time, well, he certainly learned about blasphemy. <laughs> so true, so true. Goodbye, mm-hmm. everybody. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Not artificial at all. <laughs> no. <laughs>